listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I fantasize about this back in Chicago. Mercy, mercy me, that mercy alago. That's me the first year I blow. How you say broken Spanish? Me no hablo. Be drowned in sorrow in that Diablo. Be found bravery in my bravado. DJs need to listen to the models. You ain't got no fucking Yeezy in your Serato. You ain't got no Yeezy, nigga? Hey, welcome to the Black Gal Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Sharon. I'm, 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 I mean, Karen. <laughs> Karen. I don't, I don't know who the Sharon is. <laughs> uh, that's right. Uh, we, uh, we had somebody ask to be on the show. And it, I think it was like a form letter and they put Rod and Sharon. And I was like, well, obviously this person is not going to be on the show. Uh, but, uh, we have a very familiar voice. If you guys, uh, you know, listen to his podcast, the mundane festival, if you're fans of our podcast, he's been on here several times. I've been on his show before. Uh, Karen, have you been on there yet? The mundane festival with Chris Lambert? Have I, Chris? I don't know. No, we're, but we're going to make that happen though. We're going to okay. make, that's got to happen. It's got to happen, man. <laughs> um so yeah we've been on uh i've been on there before he's been on here many times we've done movie reviews with chris mm-hmm. uh you might have seen his stand up um you know uh you might have seen the ones opening for chris harwick like uh he's everywhere man if you're in new york um coming up you have a special opportunity to see him but it's comedian chris lambert what's up man hey how's it going guys thanks for having me uh we're oh, great we're man good. thank you for coming on yes you one of our favorite people you well, know I, I appreciate that. Hey, Chris, you, you guys are my favorite. Oh, Chris, you run the people that we talk about you so much. I think some we talk about some of y'all so much, particularly you, Chris. I find but they like, do they live like no? They they don't live nowhere near here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, I tell my parents I have to talk to my friends in Charlotte <laughs> when I do the when I do your podcast. My friends in Charlotte are doing their podcast. They, yeah. they know they understand though. And tell everybody what you got coming up, man. Next week, to, well, t- this week, tomorrow, uh, July 24th through the 28th, I'm doing a series of stand-up shows at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City. I'm just uh, doing an hour each night, and I'm going to have a couple friends with me, but I'm performing, working on the hour, thinking about doing an album, uh, maybe springtime of this year. And, uh, yeah, so you can see me work on it. It's going to be fun. I'm working on my shit, but it's going to be funny. So, mm. uh it's going to be a good time. It's a free show. Uh, it's right outside of the city. It's not far. Uh, it's good, good food, good drinks, and it's going to be a good time. Get your, get your, uh, your night started off, uh, checking me out, uh, doing my thing. It's going to be fun. And it is worth it. We seen Chris live a few years ago, y'all, and we died laughing. Like if you never seen Chris live, go check him out you will have yourself a ball yeah everybody that's going to see them that you know are fans of the show mm-hmm. report back they always What's, report back having a great time yes um like i said very funny dude man and uh you know i got that trajectory going um all over the place so hopefully uh, i know next few years we're gonna have a lot of famous friends we already be like well we we know in the next few years such such you're gonna make it such such you're gonna make it yeah yeah man I, I, it's, it's good to see people 
with talent you know blowing up mm. uh, especially black folks man and i'm so excited for everybody you know chris put in work ray sonny's put in work janelle james putting in work um you know even yeah. even jl covan in his own way you know mm-hmm. his own special, <laughs> his, special his own special bridge burning way his, his own special <laughs> torch, <laughs> torch carrying way his torch carrying burn all the bridges but still try to make it way um everybody's doing their thing so uh, i'm happy for everybody man but yes. specifically go see chris man especially now like i like seeing people work on the material that is going to be that mm-hmm. special we got to see um roy wood jr yes. when he was in charlotte when he was working on his special and see some of the jokes that made it and didn't make it and all that shit and it, i mean and it all has you cracking up but yeah you know there's uh it's almost like uh if you get to see somebody work on a dunk contest in a gym but before they before the dunk contest like just the dunks they're trying like whatever like the people who saw vince carter tried the dunks in the gym at the with the raptors before he got on tv and did it like yeah. that's how it kind of feels so then like certain times you get excited because i'm like oh shit i know this joke is coming up it's coming up and when it lands you're just like oh my god i remember when he said that shit here about the chicken nuggets yes and it's one of those things too where you're watching and you know what you've seen and then you realize oh shit it's a twist to it so it it almost makes the joke even funnier well um like i said check out chris man and how's everything been going dude i mean i feel like we just talked like a couple weeks ago but how's everything been going with you man it's been going pretty good just uh doing the tps reports and (laughs) by day shows at night auditioning a lot more uh and it's it's I'm, I'm learning to just kind of, you know, get excited and do my thing in the room, but like do it, do the audition and just try to like put it behind me and not, not stress about it. But it's, it's kind of hard where like I had an audition for a, a movie, like a lead in a movie and, uh, fuck it, I'll say it, to play Eric Andre's friend in some, in a movie. Oh. And it was just, it was just like sending in the tape. Like they, I don't know how they saw me, but they, you know, I, they, told my managers to put me on tape put it on tape i don't know what's gonna happen with it but that's the those are some of the parts where you're thinking about like daydream you daydreaming about like leaving the office like leaving like for good Mm -hmm. and and taking that leap some some of the shit like the stuff that i've gotten like recently is like okay i could be early on some bills this month or i could (laughs) you know do do certain things maybe do a little do a few things that i want to do and stuff but like this one was like damn like yo this could be the the start uh so you can't help you know it's human you can't help but like thinking like yo it's like 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 little rail like little rail and get out yeah yeah (laughs) maybe like i mean this is a smaller it's a smaller movie right i think it's i think it's independent but uh i mean the lead the lead in the movie opposite a a famous person like hey man like yeah but i mean think think about that shit though get out's a smaller movie would that shit have a million dollar budget at, at most or something? Like that is true. It just happened to it happened to make yeah, all yeah. that fucking money, and then once it made all that money, people started treating it like, oh my god, this triple A film. It's like, nah, dog. This this was a small vision, and like now every time I see Lil Rel, I'm gonna be like, oh shit, ride from TSA mm-hmm. forever. But I mean that that name recognition is priceless though, because now 
he could be in anything and i'm just like immediately excited by the fact that he's there um yeah tiffany haddish after um girls trip she about to be oh, like that she gonna be the next big thing she about to be yeah. like that everywhere so i mean you just the point being you just never know so of course man you would be excited there's nothing wrong with that yeah it's just trying it's just trying to temper the expectations where it's like it's just like you think about like yo i can be out like mm. and just leave like what's gonna happen when i leave all these tps reports behind and like a couple of weeks ago, there was a dude that got fired. I mean, I could kind of see it coming, but it was, it still, it still threw me for a loop. It right. was just like, fuck, man. And, uh, it's just thinking like, you know, like taking off work and doing, going to auditions. It's like, I just don't want to regret it. Mm. Like, I just don't want to regret like, oh, I stayed at work because I want, I was in fear for my job that I could lose at any moment instead of just going and just like going and doing, going after what I want. So. You know, it's 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 just uh, I don't know. I guess it's just part of the the whole. I guess it's the way I came up, and I don't know if you guys and the listeners can relate to it. It's just like you grow up like with parents that like you work, make sure you go to work, get, you have your job, do what you're supposed to do, and it, and then doing things like we're doing now is just kind of like it's supposed to be on the side. But right. when you're trying to make that dream a reality, it's like you do have to take that leap, and sometimes you got to take that leap. And then start building a parachute as you're falling. So it's another um, it's another burden of being a a minority right. or marginalized person. Uh, mm-hmm. All our all our artistic dreams have to go on the back burner. Not saying white people never deal with this, but in general, there's certain white people that just get to be creative and have their parents blessing and backing from jump. Whereas, right? Because because it's because if you see so many white people be successful at something then you start to see see it as a possibility well black people sometimes it's so far a few between where it feels like you're just looking at a chocolate chip cookie and you're looking at the, the couple of chips in it going i i wonder if i could be in hollywood and it's, it's like everyone's gonna tell you no because that dream is so far-fetched uh even though percentage-wise it's probably just the same as anybody else but we treat the dream more like look get you a good government job and stop bullshitting with these white folk uh, so mm-hmm. I, I think that's a I think that's a very common experience. Cam, what were you gonna say? Yeah, and that, and also I think too, Roger bring up a good point because you have because of wealth passed from generation to generation. When you know white children get to grow up wanting to be kind of whatever they want to be, and their parents will actually invest the time, invest the money. Not trying to find it, they actually have the network to get them to the auditions. A lot of them know people in the industry or can find out easier about the industry to get their child to the places that they need to be versus a lot of times we don't have those networks we don't have those channels we don't have the money we don't have the resources we don't have the wealth to we don't have we don't have the uh security net right because see we fuck up you you must around and be homeless and not be able to come back again you know how many white people bounced back failed bounced back failed came back again failed. you be like god damn how many dreams have you had but you know they got to live every (laughs) single one of them well one of them hit and they succeeded that's one of the things i talked about with chris lambert when we reviewed la la land and i remember being like it's it's not that it's like a bad movie or something but it's so white whether they you know it's so glaringly white because it wasn't about a guy getting to live his dream it was about a guy getting to live his specific dream like his like he was already a working musician who was paying his bills and touring the fucking world that was for most people that's like 
that's a good living like okay yeah. I, made, I made it I, I made it with my art this nigga was like i i'm depressed i'm so sad this is a terrible life that i'm living because i haven't opened my own jazz club so everything in my life sucks i don't want to be in love with this woman i don't want to like i don't mm-hmm. want to take this touring job with uh with john legend i just want to open up a jazz club and i was like damn i i can't get over the overbearing whiteness of these dreams like even even in movies where like uh and it, and it only have to be a movie about being rich or anything it'll just be a movie where it's like let's just go to amsterdam and white people just be in amsterdam and it's like <laughs> they don't they don't understand and i don't think they can relate to the nope. idea that black people are looking at this shit like well how the fuck did y'all get the money to get the flight to amsterdam and take the time off of work yeah. they to them it's just like that well it's in a movie and it's a thing that happens and when you're white these things kind of work out maybe it's an uncle maybe it's a loan maybe you know i can just walk in and tell my job i need a month off to go find myself and that and that's just a thing that happens even in their fiction and it's not and that's not the fantastical element like that's that's just a commonplace thing and and i mean you meet white people all the time they're like oh you know i took a a gap year i took a year off in college to go to tour europe and just see and you're like oh that's a thing that for a lot of black people is either not a reality or it's like you'll be the first generation to have done that like you won't get to be for us it's not like we have these years and years and years and generations of wealth to be like oh yeah 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 my family you know they just we kind of kick it after college for a little bit uh you know go visit some places and then come back like not not very many people get to do that so so yeah even in fiction we have to deal with that and even in real life like chris is saying you're dealing with the tps reports you're dealing with these auditions and you're kind of still, you know, one foot in, one foot out on some of your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the fact that you mentioned La La Land. I mean, Lorenz Tate and Girls Trip. He was happy opening, working with Neo. Right. He was happy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Be it, be it, <laughs> just he, playing the bass. <laughs> all he wanted was a queen to go with that. that he was good, right. You know? right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you and you making me think too when um you're talking about the the jobs and things like that white people quit their jobs all the time to do the most fantastical whirlwind of gumball shit where you'd be like that's not realistic but you know what because in america white people are taught i have the right to a job you feel more comfortable mm-hmm. leaving that shit and going well i know i can find another job i'm white niggas be like you lose your job nigga you might not find another one now chris how are you affected by the 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 what i call the bottom out stories of success in hollywood where somebody gets on and they, they get interviewed and it's like yeah uh we're talking right now with uh with uh <laughs> uh chadwick boseman and uh chadwick tell him your story well i was living out my car you know i lost my job i you know i i had no food to eat i was i was i was working at a restaurant i was eating the food in the bathroom sneaking it and then i got the call to be in black panther and you're like god damn like do you think to yourself like oh that motherfucker's lucky i should quit my job and live out my car or do you go like nigga that's crazy no because he i wouldn't do that like i i I think there still has to be comfort. Like Chadwick Boseman's a leading man. Mm-hmm. So when I saw Girls Trip, and what's the kid, the hot guy? What's his name? Kofi. Kofi's. Uh, oh, Kofi yes. uh, Cerebo. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so his name. Was his name. His name is Kofi. Yes, is his name. Yes, it is. Uh, apparently, I, I can never. 
time. I can never say his whole so, name without being interrupted. So by when black I women. saw him, when I saw him, and I was in the theater with with a lot of black women, and when I yesterday, when I saw him on the screen, I was like, I was like, wow, that guy, wow. I said, I need to lose weight so I can play his friend. <laughs> right, I want to play his overweight cousin that is always jealous. Yeah, I jealous. just want to play his friend. Just like, hey, Kofi. You should really talk to that girl. Don't break her heart. And then I just, you know, like go go off and collect my check. Yeah, just be the funny friend. I don't I don't mind that because right. if you see me in that movie playing his friend and I'm funny enough, I can go play the funny bones all over the country. Right. It's so, still right. It's I mean, still a come I'm, up. I'm good with that. Yeah, it's still a come up. But yeah, it's just weird because sometimes you hear those stories and it's like you know like tiffany like and plus for black people like it takes so long right a lot of for time, black people to get yeah. on we're like older so, by the time we quote unquote blow up and a lot of times we've been in this industry 10 15 20 years before we quote unquote get on yeah low-key that's why you'll never catch yeah. me saying shit about leslie jones negative because she had to wait till she was almost 50 to get on like right. if y'all don't like it too bad yeah. nigga. like just deal with it it's other niggas getting on go go watch them instead because i'm like you put in the work what she supposed to just work toil in fucking obscurity because you uncomfortable with white folks finding that shit funny right too bad like that's 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 the rule like uh if you don't like it uh go support somebody else tiffany haddish is 39 right like it takes sterling sterling k brown like mm. i was gonna say i thought she was like 37 i saw that thing they aged her up Mm. what wikipedia says she's she's born on december 3rd 1979 so she'll be 38 this year right but i'm just sterling k brown sterling k brown is hold on what'd you say chris i was just saying i don't want them to be aging the sister up if she you know no i mean well the point i'm trying the point i'm trying to make isn't even that it's just you know sterling k brown's 41 right Lots you know what i mean yep. like like not- some of these people are just now entering the collective public consciousness right. and when we see them we're like holy shit this motherfucker is so talented and it begs the question like where were they in their- 10 years ago right. where were they you know was it a combination of black people being like i don't want to not live get up get work this job and, and just trying to pursue my dreams and then also hollywood kind of being like not yet like don't like we don't want to take a chance you know because a lot of these artists i'm like it's not like they just started working Mm-mm. why are they just now getting right. the roles that fit their talent when we see certain people get to fail over and over uh-huh. to the point where we laugh at it like there's right. certain there's certain actresses and shit that when they get a job we laugh at the idea because we're like oh that tv show's gonna fail because all of summer Glau's tv shows fail Come on. but she will always have a job you know what i mean come on all through their 20s damn yeah i'm just saying she she known as like a franchise killer and that's not i'm not shitting on her i'm just saying it's a running joke with a lot of fans like oh no summer glow got a show it's gonna get canceled and then there's black people that just never get a show ever um so yeah yeah, is it i don't know i was just wondering how you thought about those stories no it's it's definitely something that i think about it's like do i have to sacrifice more even though like i'm I'm not poor, but it's a couple. I'm a couple paychecks away from being Will Smith in the pursuit of happiness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, I think a lot of a lot of Americans are, and I don't. I'll never like stunt like I got it when I don't. It's just things like that you will want to do that you can't do because it's like, well, I got to save my money for this bill for this, or Easy Pass just took like 
250 bucks out of the, my account and you think you've got it, you'd be like, damn. So it's just like, you just have to, there, there are sacrifices that, that you make, but I just try not to, uh, glamorize it. And then I would just have to be on. If I got on, then I would probably share even more stories about the shit, but it's like, yeah, it's just you do what you got to do, and and you being us being minorities, and I mean that's just part of life, you know. Yeah. And and shout out to my, I'm like my parents have helped a lot, like they just like, but I just sometimes I refuse to help, and uh, it's just been like through my twenties when I was in school, like college and grad school, they helped out a lot, and then I just had to was at a point where I could do do even more things on my own, and I think everybody. Everybody has their financial struggles, but yeah, I don't, I just don't, uh, I don't know. It's just that, that's like you and Karen said, it's just like one foot in the door, one out, and you kind of just got to go for it either way. Yeah, because it's like I said, I'm not a comedian or anything like that, but yeah, I still work like a full-time job. So, you know, I kind of relate to people this kind of, kind of in the door, out the door type of thing. Cause like you said, when you work at a nine to five and, you got to travel for the podcast. You know, I don't tell them that, but it's one of the things where it's like, well, shit, no, no, let me be sure I got enough PTO time. You know, I can't, I, you know, I can't take no more days off to such and such because I got to be sure that I have enough in here, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, be sure that, you know, everything's covered, you know, because I don't want no bullshit and them telling me I can't take the time off this fucking mind because some, cause some shit go down. But, you know, because I'm to the point where I'm like, bitch, if you tell me I can't go, I'm going to go anyway. You know, I hurt, try to hurt the feelings, but you know, I'm, I don't want no problems. So it's one of them things where you kind of, it's a lot of white people don't have to deal with that because a lot of them done t- quit their job, their, you know, their waitress job at 21. And like, right, you said, you see them everywhere over and over and over again, failed movie after failed movie, you know, failed show after failed show, you know, failed gig after failed gig until they thirties and forties. And like, you, like right, said, a lot of us, you know, you're just not hearing about us in our forties, right? Um, so, yeah. Uh, so also, um, speaking of movies, Girl Trip is on um, on track to make thirty one million this opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a feeling it's gonna be number one. And uh, me and Roger <clears throat> talked about. Well, that. it's not gonna be number one. Oh, it's not gonna be number one. Okay. Uh, it looks like Dunkirk is gonna be number one with fifty million. Okay. Uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, okay, that's, that's war right. film that came know, out. White folks love war. Yeah, they do. Uh, but yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it was all right. It was, it was all, right. all right. Damn, Nolan falling off, man. Like the like the, like like the like the homies from what the Hot Fire Starter crew. I had a couple sleeps in that joint, but no. part of it it wasn't Nolan. It was, you know, I mean, it was more me being tired than mm. the, the movie was, it was all right. But I, I think sometimes, like you said, white people be liking these, uh, these war movies. And I was just like, I'm not really invested. Whereas, uh, Girls Trip, I laughed and everything, but I, I was really just smiling the whole time. Yeah, I, like, I just, I, like, I mean, it just, it made me feel good. Part of the reason Girl Trip is dope is because uh, you got to go now. You got to go see it with some black women. Right. Because uh, we went yeah. to the black theater and saw our opening night, and our theater was full of black women. And, like, half the lines, I feel like I didn't get to laugh at the follow-through joke Mm-mm. because, like, if it was a tag on a joke, people was laughing so hard at the original joke. Sometimes you didn't even get the tag. But then we went to go see Valerian yeah. last night, and even when we went to see Valerian, the fucking theater parking lot was full. And it was just crews of black women, like like groups, four, five, four, five, six black women going to see the movie, and I was like, this movie gonna make a lot of money. 
uh so i'm not surprised by the 30 yeah. million dollar opening it only got a 20 million dollar budget uh so it's already in the in the green for the right. weekend um and valerian looks like it's uh it's uh gonna lose some money a yeah, lot that's what i've heard and that movie is decent you know the the previews is a lie you know that like, <laughs> this is the best shit ever it's just pretty <laughs> yeah it earned 17 million over the weekend uh which is really bad because word is on the on the streets it costs 150 million to make Ooh, yeah that shit about to get that um Val- taylor kitch award <laughs> valerian sounds like the name of a cornerback from south carolina yeah you know, ah, just... valerian jackson yeah. south yeah. carolina yep. south yep. carolina state you know yeah i can mm-hmm. see that i can see that on monday night football opening up valerian valerian jones south carolina state mm-hmm. <laughs> defense <All> right defense <laughs> linebacker four, four in the 40 right yeah it's it's uh like i man and then again people are going to be surprised uh like oh my god i can't believe this black movie is making all this money i can't believe it yeah that's the um, thing that killed me is like the stories are so predictable we got to get the surprise yeah. smash comedy of the year surprise breakout hit wow it made money it's like well if you put black people on screen you let black people write the movie you let black people direct right black people are probably gonna spend money to see it that's pretty standard at this point black people see a quality representation of blackness and we go fucking like latch on to it and give it all our money why are we acting so surprised you know like of course it made fucking money of course it's gonna uh be the first comedy to make a lot of money this year so yeah i i'm I, I, I but yeah i'm already starting to see the uh it gave us our first surprise hit of this uh, of the summer i'm like what was it was it really a surprise white folk it's like from the guy that brought you the one of the last ones that like uh malcolm lee mm-hmm. did best man holiday that smashed and the guy from Blackish and his protege wrote it mm. uh, uh, with the, the sister that, that he teamed up with. I think that's his writing partner. Yeah, Kenya uh, Barris. Yeah. Yeah, what's her name? No, Kenya Barris is his name. Um, and I can give you her name in a second. Uh, it's, Tra- it's, Tracy, it's Tracy something. Um, fuck. Okay. I'll get, I'll get it. Give me a second. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was just uh, – I really enjoyed it. It was just fun. And uh, it just made me feel good. Like, it was just, like, the the people talking back at this. And, and my theater was pretty tame where I was at. But it was, like, a lot of black women in there. But it was just, like, really, it was an enjoyable time, man. And and you don't get to, it's something that, like, when they were at the, es- I don't want to spoil it, but the Essence Fest, Fest sequence, mm-hmm. the first one was just, like, it was amazing. Yeah, It, Tra- was, it was awesome. And it's Tracy Oliver is her name. Uh, crazy uh, okay yeah mm-hmm. uh but it's also and i felt and, i was gonna say I'm uh sorry, it's, it's also two other women that wrote it too so like it's it's four okay. it's the four people um kenya barris and then three women so i mean and you can tell yeah honestly you can tell when black women mm-hmm. write shit about black women for black women and not, i don't know that they were all black though not all but, black but when black women have have put like this when black women have had their hands in the pot if that makes sense they ain't got to write it they ain't got to direct it but when black women has had some say so in the direction and what's happening you can tell well I, also the thing i thought that was cool about it was uh 
they got to be funny and raunchy and irreverent but i never felt like they were just imitating what guy movies do right like it didn't feel like oh they're just trying to do like a woman version of the hangover or you know like even with bridesmaid which i think is a funny film sometimes in bridesmaids mm-hmm. you're like oh y'all are just doing this because this is what dudes do um and this the film to me didn't feel like that shit at all it was just it was it felt organic and funny you know plus you know black women be funny as fuck so yes they do it was just kind of naturally funny but yeah that, that movie's off the and, hook i hope y'all all go see it and at, and at the same time like i was reading this indie wire i think it was an article from indie wire but mm-hmm. the tiffany haddish performance was pretty much they compare they put it on the same level as zach galifianakis in uh hangover and melissa mccarthy in bridesmaids how that mm-hmm. performance was just like stand out mm-hmm. and it was just like it was just i mean that's what it is like that's uh, that's what that performance was and it, she well, was i i could only who com- was anchored with a good cat i can only compare her performance to uh lebron james 2016 finals like um ah! she I, came out bowling like there was no plays off there was no no games where she didn't deliver uh there was no you know there was no scene no line where i went she mailed that one in i mean she came in with the game face on and just had every scene she made she made every scene she was in better um so yeah i like i said i won't spoil it we did do a review of it already if you guys want to go hear what we said uh please check it out but yeah man uh good good for them man that's a lot of money dog 30 million in a weekend and that's mostly black dollars because whenever white people write those surprise hit things that really just means they didn't go see it right <laughs> like they always do that right no white people saw this but uh although i did see a, a tweet that said a lot of white women with the cut uh was up in there 53 percent the the i like to see the manager haircut you know they they probably oh was, of course they were yeah they man. was up in there they was probably yeah. up in there and we yeah. see we actually see some white dudes in our theater walking down front uh we yeah i saw like three white people in the front i was like good for you guys get get out here and get you some um all right so uh like you knew which seats to pick the front ones yeah let's get it let's get into some news guys ah! let's get into some news uh apparently uh there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world uh in the comedy world uh kevin hart has been accused of having a side chick y'all mm-hmm. oh no yeah while his wife is pregnant yeah, somebody snapped photos yeah coming out of hotel him and, and and some and some woman walking and getting in the same car now look that doesn't necessarily mean that he's he's doing anything untoward right you know but uh a lot of people are are running with that they're saying look clearly uh kevin hart is cheating on his uh i think she's two months pregnant or something like that wife and then they i think they just got married like mm-hmm. yeah they just got married yeah so i go to bossip to, to get the scoop oh shit you know they have they always <laughs> had the information that we need the news that we really need the nigga news <laughs> <laughs> rib and aside kevin hart responds to rumors oh, shit. kevin hart responds to rumors that he's entertaining a young exotical while Aniko carries his seed Not exotic. is exotica her name or no okay i'm gonna say i guess that's what they call it just like they used to call women that was black but mixed with something foreign oh lord now they're calling them exoticals i guess i don't know 
it's possible to take it with Exoticals. a take it with a grain of <laughs> grain of salt y'all uh rumors have been swirling all week that there's more than ribs on the menu for kevin hart ever since a grainy video of him chatting up a gorgeous young thing at 5 a.m hit the internet kevin initially tried to lie the whole thing off but as chatter persisted he eventually tried to explain away the reason he was having an intimate looking conversation with a woman who was not his wife outside of the hotel in the wee hours of the morning now with folks still coming for his neck making assumptions over the fishy situation kevin wants you to know that you'll never get into his head and it's all par for the course where you have millions and everyone knows your name now one of the things that's interesting about this is whenever a famous person or especially a comedian posts a picture of themselves it's not a selfie it's like a, a, a stage picture of them doing something and they looking serious i'm always like mm, that this is about to be some really heartfelt shit you know like that that's 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 move that's the move that's the move like like uh jl's moment of dane yes like you know like if it's just dane cook like uh if dane cook is doing a yoga pose so that means someone else took a picture of him doing yoga so he saved that picture so one day when something's happening he can write a fucking 50 uh 500 word uh status about you know fame and how people are hating on him that's what it's about so kevin wrote yeah gotta love the entertainment biz business uh oh wait i'm let me see if i can show y'all this picture hold on i, I for, forgot i can screen share it with y'all because uh when you see this picture y'all gonna laugh because it's it, 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 it really is one of those like oh we gotta nigga. get in the know you know you, you got to keep right. people informed you know we got older listeners so they can talk to the kids when they bring up kevin hart right black comedians love doing this too by the way that, that's the pose right there ain't it yeah black comedians love taking pictures. <laughs> black yeah. black comedians love taking pictures where they not smiling by the way i don't know what it's about it's like it's like black i feel like comedians want to be rappers and a lot of rappers want to be comedians, comedians yeah uh because of like of course of course because you see like black comedians will take a picture and they look like i'm i'm so funny that it's it's fucking serious bitch i'm about to fuck this audience up you motherfuckers y'all gonna laugh bitch like it's it looked like they bad to bang on somebody but uh yeah this is a serious kevin hart picture here and underneath he says gotta love the entertainment business i love everything about it as a successful entertainer you are forever in the spotlight it's a good thing and a bad thing you can't love the good and complain about the bad it's important to understand it comes with the territory the one thing that i was blessed with is a super strong mental you can never allow uh, others or others words or opinions to affect your mental because you're the only one that knows you my advice to the world is keep your circle small and your positivity high people can't penetrate what you don't allow them into which is my house and my circle words to live by people hashtag live love laugh do i need to snap afterwards um doing the poetry and bossip says cool kev but did you smash or nah (laughs) (laughs) they're like you ain't answering the question yeah i mean yeah it's it's interesting though because uh it made me wonder like has he heard 444 yet Mm. you know a lot of these brothers out here you know living this wild life they just need to listen to the album you know he did he probably got an advanced copy yeah he just don't care yeah i saw i saw drake with a video up of him putting money to his ear and i was uh, him i think it was him and gucci man and i was like you know that i mean, saw that too right and i said you know that mean they cheating on their girl because if they want to listen to the money in your ear line then you know they fucking around come on guys 
y'all you telling on yourselves i don't know if you're a cheating ass nigga you should probably be lying and be like yeah you know what i actually love that album it's great yeah Um, you know what you can say i got credit mm jay-z that's what you do you don't do nothing stupid uh usher who is in uh in the news lately usher been i don't know it's been terrible it's mm, everything been burning uh yeah let it burn indeed usher faces a uh well first he got it he got it was publicized that he paid a woman like a million dollars to um one point million one point one million dollars to a stylist to uh cover up her cover her medical bills after he infected her with herpes mm. mm-hmm. uh it was then uh he paid one point one million to settle a lawsuit uh court documents first published by radar online show the thirty eight year old you got it bad singer you do got it bad mm-hmm. whose real name is usher raymond the fourth was diagnosed with incurable condition between 2009-2010 an affidavit from the complainant states the singers nonetheless engaged in unprotected intercourse without first disclosing the affliction according to the california that's a problem yep according to california state law where usher resides it's illegal to knowingly or recklessly transmit a std wonderful we died be across the country the performer later denied being a carrier of the non-lethal condition despite a greenish discharge from his penis oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is one reason why i know a lot of people don't take this seriously, but this is one reason why you don't fuck with the lights off if, unless you're familiar with the penis you keep the lights on and you look to be sure that shit look like it's supposed to look Believing Raymond's statements that the discharge had been, been nothing, had been nothing and cleared up, she continued her relationship. The plaintiff was later diagnosed with herpes, complete with vaginal sores, fevers, and chills, she alleged in papers. Uh-huh. Usher has yet to make a public appear- statement on the matter. Between 2011 and 2012, the Grammy Award winning artist paid for medical bills on behalf of the plaintiff, totaling $2,754.40. Around the same time, the confession singer had his doctor inform the woman, that he was indeed a carrier of the disease i guess that was his confession uh usher was alleged was allegedly was first exposed to allegedly exposed blah, blah, blah. he was first allegedly exposed to herpes virus in 2009 2010 if the legal documents show around the time when uh he finalized his divorce to tamika foster after she accused him of cheating well i mean mm, that would I make mean, sense yeah. the timing adds yeah. up in a deceleration the woman says she feels that her health and body have been ruined and she has, she has suffered severe emotional distress and has been extremely depressed knowing there is no cure the singer has been married to his current wife grace miguel since 2015 experts say that one out of every six people between the ages of 14 and 49 carried up these virus which can be transmitted through oral anal or vaginal intercourse Ryan, you got motherfuckers talking about i don't i don't use condoms and shit right. like that i'm clean bitch i don't i don't know you or where your stuff been i know one of I'm my not. homies said on mm-hmm. facebook uh like a couple days ago that you can't be one i don't and i don't know if usher brags about hooking up with a lot of chicks but you can't be singing and rapping about all this stuff and hooking up with all these girls and not catch something mm-hmm. like what's the percentage of of people that actually get something and you know that's not that's uh, having unprotected sex and whatnot man like it's it's surprising that this isn't uh we're only just hearing about this case you know but it's yeah sad when he was one of you know he's one of my heroes ah! you know? yeah i hear you. yeah um what the hell is wrong with you the, the, listen, ca- the listen, caught up Karen. singer 
i don't mind okay i don't mind i'm gonna make some jokes okay i'm just saying you know you my boo yeah man the show but you make me want to wrap it up okay <laughs> you make me want to wrap mm-hmm. wrap up my dick frost <laughs> mm-hmm. bread these precaution. hurt <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah think yeah. about a condom when it may- <laughs> yes you make me want to wrap my dick up because i don't know you maybe want to do <laughs> come on that's what happened when the dj got you falling in love man you know you, you, you just lose your mind man have y'all seen what niggas have done to the motherfucking you know that video where usher's in the studio and he's on the phone have y'all seen these mm-hmm. oh my god hold on look at it young it's so hold up man i got it i got to show y'all this uh, it's gonna take a second because i gotta put on my facebook page mm-hmm. but nigga these motherfucking black people are too good ain't that the best ain't black people are the best, best man <laughs> they really went and found that video the one where he's in the studio being like what hold on say it again and they really made it into like a doctor calling him about his herpes diagnosis dog oh. <laughs> it's, it's 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 so good oh uh, hold on i gotta share my screen yeah, I got this from the same girl. Same girl. <laughs> hey! <laughs> yeah, R. Kelly need to get checked too then, Come right? on, dog. They was fucking with the same oh, girl. Yeah, That's true. they was. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. R. Kelly. It's all, all our black heroes in one week. I know, OJ right? Got out. right? Right. OJ Free, right. Kevin Hart, Come cheating. On. Come on, yeah. Can't believe in nobody. Can't believe it in nobody. Nope. Uh, Usher out there, I just wanna tell you nice and slow. <laughs> you're gonna feel a little bit of burning, and you're gonna break out in a rash. I just wanna tell you nice and slow. That's what yeah, I'm gonna really give it to you. <laughs> I pull out. Yes! <laughs> Anticipating. Oh uh i gotta go on my dms real quick i'm sorry i had to see this but uh my cousin sent me this shit and it's fucking hilarious um all right let me see but uh yeah this and then also he got a new suit for 10 million dollars from another woman wow oh no also the price of the brick went up didn't it damn that was fast one million to ten jesus i guess that's what happened but uh yeah he got a he got another lawsuit um for 10 million for allegedly exposing another woman to herpes um according to tmz the suit was filed by jane doe the woman claims she hooked up with usher in atlanta on april 16th at her home now he's married Mm. Mm -hmm. this is the reason she said the two kissed she did a little oil on him eventually they had sex and used a condom uh she said they hooked up 12 days later in new orleans and this time he didn't strap up Mm. he must start the breakout was under control i guess no, apparently it's not. i don't know the rules to this uh herpes shit mm. she's suing him for negligence battery and emotional distress she wants at least 10 million dollars hopefully everything works out for usher and the woman according to the shade room.com uh you know the other part of that too why is this taking so long to load um the other part of that too though is um 
if i was a woman with herpes i would go fuck usher right now while the getting's good <laughs> you, you right i mean it's only it's only fair you gotta fuck them now maybe you can get a payback payout but like uh-uh, i was straight to you you the one that gave me this shit uh usher mm-hmm poor thing mm-hmm it's sad uh but yeah uh let me see uh i don't want this video to pop up i'm gonna refresh and try it again um but yeah it, it, it's so it was so so good how many people was getting jokes in but of course herpes is no laughing matter guys if you have uh any any questions about your std status you should probably go to a doctor and get checked out um you know get you some sort of uh uh you know medical professional to look at that all right mm-hmm. then you know people look at people funny when they be like uh yeah dog what you gonna do is what it's kind of what you gonna do is uh what is mouth damn like this is what you gonna do <laughs> Mm-hmm. Dental dam, you mean? Yeah, I said mouth dam, dental dam. Mouth dam. That's the same thing. Right, right. Is it showing up on the screen? Mm-mm. The video? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 now it is. I can see up. it now. All right, it just popped up. Mm-hmm. All right, let me turn the sound on for y'all then. Um, all right, let me. Is that okay? Cool. And let me start over. This shit is so funny, y'all. People in the chat for. In for the <laughs> Yes, hello. Can I speak to Usher Raymond, please? Yo, I'm in the booth. I'm going to call you right back. Okay, well, this is an urgent phone call. I'm from the LA Health Department. Could you please not forget to call us back? Nah, I just got to put this one part down. I'm going to call you back. Okay, well, you sure you don't have time? I'm at the studio, man. Look, you could calm down with all that. I was just calling to let you know that your test results came back positive for herpes. Man, quit playing with me, man. Baby, I wish I was playing, but I'm at work and I don't have time for no games. No, for real. Don't play like that. But what the hell did I just say? <coughs> Hello? Oh, no, you're not talking. Are you Are you serious? What kind of question is that? How do you know? How do I know? I'm looking at the paper. <laughs> Put that on everything. Everything? Damn. <laughs> right. I'm going to call you back. Do you have any questions you want to ask me? I'm going to call you back. <sighs> well, he's mad at me because he got uh, herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, that's hilarious! That shit, kid. My cousin uh, sent that to me. And, oh, they, and they chopped that up perfectly too. Uh, he, I was niggas like, are so creative. I am dead, dog. That shit was so good. Whew. Put that on everything, everything. But <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, oh guys, what's what's happening to all the heroes, man? I don't know, man. You know, did you see? uh Cisco got in trouble for the new thong song. Oh, what? What? He got a new thong song. It's a new song. one? I, well, what, what happened? What did he do? What's wrong with the old one? I, you know what? I didn't know that anything was wrong with the old one myself. You know, I thought that that was uh, everybody's shit. But apparently, um, never forget Jesus. Okay, yeah. Cisco returns with thong song remix and breaks Twitter. Uh, Matt Whitlock said, never forget jesus may have walked on water but cisco walked on women the original thong song video belongs in the smithsonian yeah i remember that anyway the legendary sassy pants crooner cisco fell out the sky and <laughs> sassy pants crooner, who writing this blessed us with a you know who writing this karen come on how many of these boss of articles i gotta cover before, <laughs> before you give it credit um but yeah apparently he uh 
fell out the sky and blessed us with a new thong song remix for the culture and sparked a hilarious hysteria infectious nostalgia and shady male shenanigans across social media did he remix it up like with the words or did, 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 have you heard it i haven't heard i haven't it. even heard it yet no this is the first time i'm even uh discussing it you know uh with you guys i'm gonna get the video to load and we okay. can watch it together if y'all want yeah let's do that but uh yeah um it, it's interesting though because you know uh people were accusing him of uh putting too many white women in the video and shit too mm. i saw that on twitter um uh-huh. which i'm like how do you do that with the thong song man the whole thong song was such a i mean i know white people listen to it but that was right. such like a black moment um yeah you know is his hair still rainbow colors i you know what i don't know Ken. i don't know uh all right let me see if i can bring this up um should pop up on the screen wait why is this not happening all right let's try this one more time oh okay it was just moving slow um uh, <clears throat> all right let me see close that oh wait this is just everybody talking about their memories of it what no that's not the now i gotta go find the damn thong song yeah video god damn it remake you had one job bossup okay uh to just give me what i needed um all right but uh yeah i mean you know that's the other thing with cisco though it's it's like they saw that put out an article like a day before this it was like cisco was a one-hit one and i was like harsh you know i feel yeah. like cisco's more than a one to hit wonder um, oh of course you know come on guys yeah, they try a- to shit I, I don't like how they ret- try to retroactively shit on some of these celebrities man like yeah maybe they fuck up but i mean at least the career don't don't shit on the career all yeah i've never been a fan of that Mm-mm. yeah that like that's the thing because um maybe white people just know him for the thong song but i know niggas know him for drew hill come on like drew hill was legendary uh for about four or five years come on like uh that uh Mm -hmm. somebody sleeping in my bed i don't remember the name come on come on my mama like she's uh 70 now when that song came out she had to be in her like 50s and i and i remember i was riding the car with her one day and you know kids always think their parents are cool I ride in the car with her one day, and it was on Power 98, and she had nerve to turn up talking about, that's my jam. Do you know I looked at her like she had lost her goddamn mind? I'm like, how do you know about this song? And that's when I knew it had crossed the threshold. Right. I, like, yep. I, it's uh-huh. a, that was a lot of shade to say one hit, dog. Come on. I mean, Thong yeah. Song was dope, though. I mean, it's no shade to the Thong Song. It was dope, but come on, man. We just gonna sleep. You gonna skip over sleeping in my bed, though? Come, come on. on, man. Ooh, them niggas was yelling. Uh, all right, so I got the video. Got this feeling. Nah. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> that just a won't turn me loose. It felt like it had, and like during ah! during the part where it's like the crescendo or whatever, uh, where they all singing at the same time. I just feel like four niggas yelling at you at the top of yeah. their lungs, sleeping in my bed, right. messing my head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> why oh why oh why? <laughs> I love that song. Oh man. I gave you my world. Yes. You're like, okay, nigga, okay. Yes, okay. you did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you gotta have all four of them hot at the same time. <laughs> Remember when they had the remix with, with Jermaine Dupri on it? 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you want to dance? I got this feeling. I can't turn it loose. Yes. Some Come on now. Yeah, I, I, feel... I got a cold now, so I'm not that good vocally. So, ladies, don't don't take me. Uh, <laughs> vocals, vocals are uh, a little messed up. Sinus. Oh, I don't know why this video don't want to play. I gotta go directly to YouTube to make this shit play. Oh, no I'm a, I'm determined now. It's, it's been now that it's taking so long. The detour. I'm now I have to play it. Yeah, so because we see you, we see your shared screen. So everything you do. Okay, so y'all can't see it. Yeah, it's, it's, just, instant, it's just, so we can see you googling yeah. and everything. All right, cool. Ugh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so whenever you do find it, we'll, we'll all see it. I wonder how many. Time. Damn, this shit got over a million views already. Yeah, people had to see it. I just hadn't seen it yet. Jesus, buddy. It only came out July 18th. Five, a single out now. Okay. <laughs> uh, I want, if he make a comeback in 2017, that's going to be the real, uh. He going to be the real MVP. Right. That's going to be the real MVP. This thing right here. Juicy. Who's Juicy? I don't know. Okay, off tops, there's like four or five just random white dudes in this video that I think are JCY. JCY, I guess that's the group. Oh, okay. So they they called their song JCY Thong Song featuring Cisco. Um, so already I'm I'm not as hopeful for this video because I'm like uh, white dudes version of what some ass look like. Ain't the same, that might be why I have all the white women yeah. in it. Yeah, you know I think when white dudes talk about a woman's ass, they're talking about the asshole. Right, Rod, right, why, right, why, Rod. Wait a minute, why is this turning into white people news already? Right, I, I, I mean, look, I didn't know. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't know. But this is my first time seeing this as well. Right, Chris. I mean, do we need to play the theme? I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, Karen, this might really be white people news. I mean, we already got the okay, song playing. Yeah, we in the section, so we y'all. already got the we already got the acoustic cover of thong song apparently. I made a hundred. Then he got. <laughs> She goes to the coast to connect the dots, not just her baby. Oh, no. What? No. No. These are not. These are not dumps like a trunk. You are motherfucking lying. Oh, oh, no. It's a Ford pickup at the best. What is this, Cisco? Why, how did you even get involved in this project? Oh, they must have paid in cash. Uh-uh. No way. Dumps like a Subaru. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Dumps like man. a Tonka truck. Right. You had dumps like a, a fusion. Uh, <laughs> what are those? Dumps like, like a matchbox truck. <laughs> oh my Jesus. God. That's horrible. Come on, man. Uh, that was okay. <laughs> so they got so they got a sister in here that's okay. Like, I ain't, I'm not shitting on her. Yeah. But the, the white girl's ass is just completely white dude. That's white. Yeah, dude, man, that's movie. not. Yeah, there's yeah. white girls in porn. I mean, sorry. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got. Yeah, there's so they couldn't get no pogs. Yeah, y'all couldn't find no pogs. Yeah, yeah, man, come on now. Who's in charge of scouting for this video, dog? Right. Like, it couldn't have been no brothers. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Like even his sister probably barely passed. Ugh, that's too much. That's we'll just put her in anyway. Let me see that. Oh, 
this what cultural appropriation feels like? Because I, I feel I, appropriated. I don't know. I don't know. And this look like uh, the songs they're going to be playing in the white clubs. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely see the thong. I mean, nothing's in the way. I mean, you can see it. It ain't, you know, ain't like the booties is eating up the thongs, which yeah. is what I thought I was going to get. This you is know? classic. Like, no. This is false advertisement. No thighs touching. Uh, <laughs> I know. No booty clapping. Thumps, thumps like a Mini Cooper. Right. <laughs> dump, be like dumps like an electrical car. Right. She had dumps like a golf cart. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. Yeah, that's terrible. You're gonna need like um they're not even using like that wide angle lens to trick you. Like they they need something because none of this is working. <sighs> Juicy steak. Do these kids sing? I, they sound I like that. Know. Like what? What was their job? It sounds like they just remixed the song. Do they have a list that of wasn't songs? theirs? Did you see JC? JC? Why? What is? Where, where they come from? Never heard of these people in my life. Stay away from my shit, bro. Why? I, do all their oh, songs sound like this? They're a Norwegian production trio consisting of Oslo's top DJs. So it's Chris basically Welch, Daft Punk. I guess so. That's they horrible. got a sound plaque, SoundCloud page. Yeah, that's horrible. Dog. That I'm not gonna listen to. Yeah, I'm not gonna listen to it. Uh, yeah, that's a hundred. That's that's pretty terrible. That's pretty. <laughs> I guess might as well just move right into fucking with black people then, since uh, Karen's already <laughs> Karen's already giving hundred. out grades. Um, all right, let me uh get the black. Okay, here we go. Uh. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game goes all around the globe, and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with. As black people, we'll sign point scores from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody, yay! All right. Uh, up first, this comes up from uh, Chris's neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. New York City. Oh shit! Uh, Get a rope. <laughs> <laughs> Angry protest erupt at a racist Brooklyn bar that serves forty ounces of rose wine in paper bags and brags about its genuine bullet holes in the wall. Oh wow! Uh, protest erupted at a Brooklyn. I love how you know it's like an angry protest uh well i'm gonna go get to an article in a second now y'all about to be mad as fuck but anyway uh it erupted at the brooklyn bar on saturday at me anger they make it sound like black people went up there like the end to do the right thing (laughs) (laughs) with a dj box angry protest (laughs) why you ain't got no black niggas on the wall i know they came up with fight the power right (laughs) radio raheem uh But meanwhile, it's just like, you know, a group of black people being like, man, this shit kind of sucks. Um, 
anyway they uh the owners made a decision to make a feature of a bullet damaged wall on the property sell wine and 40 ounce bottles that suggest she might wrap beverages in pa- paper bags dozens met up outside Summerhill, a boozy sandwich shop in crown heights neighborhood in brooklyn new york to speak out against the bar's commodification of stereotypes that only serve to hurt the community right mm-hmm. the area has been rapidly gentrifying in recent years and the owner canadian uh former uh corporate lawyer becca brennan has been accused of racism for trading on the neighborhood's african-american roots mm, so y'all bought it across the border i see chip well, you- chip cheerio here's some <laughs> here's some maple syrup with some racism we got it up here too <laughs> canadians not racist karen whatever it's different up there mm-hmm. uh, they had slavery too ginger that shit up that shit is across the border too they imported that racism uh yeah they people they got pictures too at the the bullet holes in the wall uh or some shit that they it, they wouldn't be caught dead in if, right right if, if it wasn't some shit that somebody painted on the wall right uh summerhill racist summerhill gentrify summerhill colonial summerhill i was getting tired of walking to franklin so there's a sign someone put on the wall um miss brennan wasn't in attendance for the protest but did release a statement admitting that summer ideas were insensitive as part of the bar's opening publicity uh summerhill issued a press statement on monday featuring a mixed drink next to a damaged wall described as bullet hole written and was supposedly part of a rumored backroom illegal gun shop in the past yes that bullet hole written wall was originally there and yes we're keeping it it read the bullet hole written wall is actually a fake mm. it was originally damaged and miss brandon decided to make a feature of it a decision she later admitted was cheeky uh another of the bars gimmicks is to sell rose wine in 40 ounce bottles with miss brennan even suggest she suggested she come in paper bags which y'all overcharging for however such features have not gone down well with many of the local population Mm -mm. read black people right because y'all bought y'all asses over here and it's kind of half and half like some neighborhoods are here where you got a million dollar house then you literally cross a fence and it's it's the crack house and the crack dealer man lives there what's gonna happen when i'm from brooklyn turns into i'm from brooklyn like because i feel like that's gotta be that's gotta have happened at some point where you know it's always it's happening already dude it's happening like all these places like when i moved here almost 10 years ago all these places that you would that most def and biggie and jay-z rapped about it's just like there's mustard shops there's like there's like a I went walk past like a hot sauce shop before like in in Brooklyn. It's like this it's not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, the artisanal becoming, artisanal. Go ahead, I'm sorry. The artisanal cheese game is up there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is just some this is some bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh yeah, they take taking over. There was some article about some place some place uh Harlem uptown somewhere where they somebody got some white woman got mad because the ice cream truck was yes. making too much noise. I'm from Brooklyn, like, so I'm from like, What's really good, son? I don't play no games, yo. Bitch, the ice cream truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The ice cream just, truck. They was complaining about the ice cream truck. She said it'd be going to two or three in the morning, and she, you know, she just moved. Yeah. There, so. No, bitch, bitch, you moved. You just moved here. What the fuck are you complaining about? Uh, the ice cream truck, apparently. Uh, one protester told the Daily News on Saturday, people from my culture used to sit on the corner and drink, and they're trying to profitize that, and that is their marketing. It's not cheeky. It's offensive. Right. 
uh gotham is asked for clarification on the symbolism to which brennan said in the email i'm not an authority so i don't feel comfortable commenting on anything other than my business a new bar a restaurant that locals and my neighbors seem to really enjoy and appreciate so now she's not an authority because she ain't want to come out and be like uh the symbolism is that they niggas right and this is brooklyn and br- black people are criminals that's what the symbolism is mm-hmm. uh brennan i don't know why they don't expect us to show up and be like hey that shit racist now she's not an authority though right peep game but Bren- you had the authority to make that wall and claim that it was real when it wasn't brennan hails from toronto canada and attended new york university and worked as a corporate tax attorney for bristol Myers square before moving to Br- crown heights two years ago uh so she don't come from this at any on any level Nathan Lean Bolden, a founding member of Crown Heights Tennis Union and resident of the neighborhood since 1978, voiced her criticism of the establishment. Actions speak louder than words, said the 55-year-old. You are making money off of the negative aspects of a community, which you know you're happy when uh, those these things go on because you can make money off of it. Right. And it's like you're not thinking about the black people or the long-term residents in the community, or maybe you are thinking about them, but they don't matter. Brenda released a statement to the initial backlash on Wednesday saying that she planned to talk to her neighbors about positive ways she we can be more involved, including with other local small business artists and charities. Oh, the white folks around you? That soul <laughs> ain't gonna branch three blocks down to the niggas. It said, I deeply apologize for any offense for my recent comments my cause. I did not intend to be insensitive to anyone in the neighborhood. I'm sorry that my words caused pain and in light of uh, serious, I made light of a serious issues and that was wrong we didn't know this was gonna find out and come and protest mm-hmm. exactly she's sorry she got caught right she's sorry that the niggas who we thought about because we thought it would be cute to make fun of them we ain't think they're gonna show up here and protest i don't know we're not gonna go away and that's something that really really makes a lot of white folks mad that we just don't disappear and go away and let them do what the fuck they want to do i would have shown up to the protest but then i would have went in and got a drink like that would have been funny i wonder how good those that food is what if the food right right what if you go in and come out and you be like hey man not for nothing but this rose wine is good (laughs) as fuck in this in this 40 ounce bottle i I mean no offense uh anyway i'm on y'all side though hell get out of my neighborhood uh this is what gentrification looks like is a sign i saw we're a community not your aesthetic um but the sentiment was already co-signed by people on social media who also voiced their disdain with the restaurant's publicity stunt user anglo said hashtag white people move to the hood make fun of our struggle hashtag i'm done at al sharpton underscore rev at eater ny at gothamist fake gun hoes uh hashtag summer hill shaking my head hashtag bk uh i love how people will tag al sharpton but at the same time we gonna make these jokes about him taking them thought selfies yeah they don't care about that we don't care about your thought selfies when we need you to stand up for yeah us. black 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 people are so good man because like, like we, that's funny but now got, it's time he, to get serious like he been roasted for a month jay-z put it on the album everything and then it's like some shit go down it's like al you might want to get this <laughs> yeah you can take your selfies later on we need you to handle this right buddy now. buddy you might want to come come handle this uh boycott summerhill bk blatant racism trash go write a one-star yelp review added joanna reynolds posting a link to the shop's yelp page mm. they went to that yelp that's when it's bad it's out of control uh instagram shania amoy commented get out we don't want you in our community you are a culture vulture you are not welcome here your business will fail because you have disrespected the entire community no one wants you here and we will not stop protecting until uh you shut down i think she meant protesting and go back to wherever you came from 
This was even they more. Got a two, go ahead. I was going to say they got a two-star rating on Yelp, 42 reviews. Shit. This was even more of an insult by not seeing the wrong things you've done, no apology, no nothing. And you and anyone else who dares to support this place is disgusted at another user. One commented on Brendan's absence to the, from the protest and said, you couldn't even show your face today. That's weakness. We will be back. Summer Hill also took a hit on Yelp with many leaving one-star reviews along with message for the owner. Teresa S. said, awful. The owner should be ashamed of exploiting the past violence of this area. Can't wait to see this business close. Another user called out the establishment in the last 24 hours. Good luck serving tourists that's not going to pay the rent. The, the neighborhood is built out of so much history you played yourself, he added. Another user posted, trying to make money by mocking the economic hardships of longtime residents. This place should not have a right to exist. I can't wait to see his door shuttered. Uh, so, yeah. Pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm on this Yelp page, man. They, they, uh, they, they getting up. on them, y'all. What they saying? So, uh, we're trying to find, speaking as a native of Crown Heights who has lived through years of volatile summers, drive-by shooting, random acts of violence, and kidnappings. You are exactly the type of parasite we fear is increasingly moving into our neighborhood. Interested in seeing if you will rework your non-apology in time for the town hall on Saturday. So this was on the 20th. And then uh, they're going in, man. Mm-hmm. Well, Zio uh, to... Oh, uh, shit. Ahead. Wait, 40, 40 ounces of wine for $16? Oh, oh, what the fuck? This guy liked it. <laughs> Uh, too bad. Too bad. The new recent news triggered all the self-hating white hipsters and Hillary-loving jobless liberals who have been res- hashtag resisting for the last nine months, who have finally found something else to get offended by, and will happily spend all of their time now pro- protesting. Hashtag Make America Great Again. Yeah, I, that person uh, did not go to the bar. I guarantee that's just a, no. the same way that the people are saying that they one star. They didn't. They didn't go to the bar. Neither did that dude. Um, yeah, go buy a local bodega sandwich. They, some people are getting in. They say go buy a local bodega sandwich. It's probably better too. It's, mm-hmm. it's some bullshit. Uh, and they got authentic bullet holes. Uh, hundreds, mm-hmm. hundreds of ten to mar- Oh wait, zero to hundred. Karen, oh, one hundred. Chris, a hundred. All right, I gotta give it a hundred too. Hundreds of ten to march in honor of a woman killed by police. Now keep in mind, we just talked about the angry protest uh, at a bar that was deemed to be racist in quotes meanwhile uh i've seen publications write about the shooting of just justine diamond a fatal shooting as a killer cop mm-hmm. uh, uh i believe he's already been charged um religion out there huh they're putting his religion out there he's yeah they put out that he's muslim that he's brown um and now when a lot of people and i mean there were black and brown people here by the way shout out to all lives matter uh for not for for never showing up but um a lot of uh black and brown people even went down and protested um at the uh police um headquarters and the when they wrote about it um on so on uh the internet many sites called it a peaceful march a vigil uh <laughs> there was no angry <laughs> it wasn't a riot it wasn't an angry protest it was everything but that uh hundreds of 10 march in honor of woman killed by police 
uh hundreds of people gathered to thursday night at the minneapolis site of justine diamond's fatal shooting where they held a vigil before marching to a nearby park to continue their remembrance of the australian expatriate diamond 40 called 911 to report a sexual assault uh she suspected outside her home once two officers identified as matthew Harity and matt and muhammad noor arrived at the house she approached the driver's side of the squad car just after Harity heard a loud sound near the car according to minnesota department of public safety noor who was sitting in the passenger seat then fired his weapon through the open driver's side window the minnesota department of public safety said damon uh, diamond was pronounced dead at the scene man a lot of details came out right away huh mm. normally it takes months and months to get the police to soon mm. mm. long as you have to do information the freedom information act to get me to die. a large crowd gathered outside diamond's house including valerie castile the mother of philando castile and an african-american man who was shot and killed by police officer one year ago according to abc affiliate kstp the crowd stood silently and hugged each other while one speaker said we gather here before you in our heartbreak and our longing for healing uh yeah that philando castile shit is gonna be wild too because like i saw people that were kind of upset that she came out because they felt like man she's comforting these white people and all that shit and i don't feel that way it, but, but a lot of people realize this this right here it's what it should be every time and and that's the problem people have a problem with anybody that gets shot by the police this is what you should see every single motherfucking time. You should not have these numbers only when white people get shot and killed. Mm-hmm. When black people get shot, these numbers don't show up. These 53% haircut women ain't nowhere to be fucking found when it's a black man, a black woman, a black child, a trans, person of color, Muslim, Asian. You're not there for these people. And that's why it's frustrating. I understand why she showed up because the, the same person that shot her she lost a family member also it's it, it's that solidarity solidarity of support which i'm completely here with you know they should be supported but the frustration comes in is that next time a black man shows up a lot of people not give a fuck and also in my opinion what's also um um disheartening is that you care more about a person that's not even from the fucking United States. I hate to be like this. This woman does not live here. She's white, but she doesn't live here. There's white people that die in this country, too. You don't show up for numbers like for the white people to get injustice here that also get shot by the police officers that protest, too. And it's one of these things where, are y'all showing up? Are they white women? Right. Right. Are they, are they, are they white women? Because even when well, a person gets shot by the cops here, uh many cases even when it's a white person it's a white dude right right an attractive white woman being shot and killed by the police that the same reason that an attractive white woman mobilizes national news to be like what she's missing we have to find stacy jones like you know like we everybody learns her name like that same machine is at work here that's why this is happening now i personally don't feel any offense i understand people that feel a certain way about seeing a black woman comfort somebody but i would never tell somebody who's been a victim of one of these crimes how they should act right and i also understand how people how optically it can make people feel a certain way and there's really nothing like if that's your feelings that's your feelings there's nothing you can do about it but i don't feel that way i think if anything it points out the glaring hypocrisy of uh the system the justice system that you know now 
you see people supporting now you see people coming out the reason they wrote about this march in such kind tones is because white people were there it's the same reason they wrote about the pussy hat march in kind tones and talked about the police wearing pussy hats and shit if the presence of white people get shit done whether people want to admit it or not whether i'm not saying it's fair i'm not saying it should be that way but if white people showed up for philando castile in the in numbers like this you would have news covering it and being like oh it was a peaceful march oh it was a you know what i mean but white people don't care so they won't show up you know they'll show up uh if a motherfucking dentist kills a lion in africa and takes a picture of it but they won't show up if a if a cop kills an unarmed black person or a gun, or a registered gun on a black person that told him i i have a gun in the car please don't shoot and gets killed like we in front of you know uh a baby and 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 his girlfriend like we like it's just totally uh the response is just totally different yeah and it's one of these things where the same way you feel about this woman is regardless of if she's in the united states or not this same empathy and sympathy and compassion that you have for her have it for other people to get killed by the police officers too you have more compassion for that damn dog that we seen that the people got paid all that money for more people have more compassion for a fucking dog than they did for another human being yep um but and yeah didn't the, go ahead didn't the sheriff or the police chief step down because of this yep, yep. already and i think she's and wasn't this the same person in charge when philando got killed yep sure was yeah but now yeah. this, this mm-hmm. one was too much it was too much i think they haven't they already charged the dude too i think they already charged him like oh they gonna he gonna be an example they're gonna hang him out to dry uh another uh so zero zero to 100 care uh for the front march itself just a zero for a hundred on the story, whatever. However. Uh, I'm gonna give it a fifty because of the title of the article. I don't mind them marching and protesting, but I'm gonna give it fifty because you didn't because of the way it was worded. Okay. Like I, me personally, I have a problem with that. But like people march and protest, it's some thugs. We riots, but you know, we 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 were starting confusion. You'd have had the pepper spray on us, Chris. A hundred. They still they fucking with us even when they not. Yeah, I gotta give it a hundred as well, cause uh, that fucked with me a lot seeing that, especially juxtaposed to those two articles. Like I said, one article to me just as peaceful. Come on. Yeah, all of a sudden it's an angry protest. The like with the Justin Justin Diamond thing, that literally was an angry protest, and they wrote the article as a peaceful march, a vigil in the honor of. Like it's 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 it's, it's ridiculous. It's infuriating. Uh, the, a man who pushed a passenger to his death on the subway tracks is acquitted. It was a grisly scene that combined two deep-seated preoccupations for many New York New Yorkers: the fear of encountering drunk or deranged people on the subway and the terror being pushed onto the subway track. From the moment of his arrest, Naeem Davis, a black man, 34, maintained his he acted in self-defense just after noon on December 3rd, 2012, where he shoved Key Sook Han. 58 in the chest and send them send him into the tracks at the 49th street subway station in manhattan a few minutes later mr Hahn, who was too drunk to climb up to the platform was crushed by a q train while bystanders waved frantically at the driver to stop 
the two men had bumped into each other near the turnstiles and mr davis told the police that mr Hahn had followed him down the platform berating him with obscenities grabbing his shoulder and hailing death threats the manhattan district attorney's office never believed mr davis's story prosecutors brought a murder charge against him arguing that he had shown depraved indifference to mr Hahn's life when he pushed him onto the tracks mr davis was also charged with first and second degree manslaughter and criminally negligent homicide they threw the book at him on monday after a three-week trial testimony uh for more than 30 witnesses and four days of deliberations a manhattan jury found mr davis not guilty on all charges mr davis you are free to go justice mark dwyer said uh after the jury of seven women and five men rendered the verdict in the state supreme court in manhattan mr davis a refugee from sierra leone who performed odd jobs for vendors around Times square had no fixed address showed little emotion and declined to speak to reporters as he left the courtroom he had been in city jails for four and a half years the jury forewoman gretchen file uh hugged mr davis as he walked out for me there was a lack of evidence mr file 39 said who teaches linguistic anthropology at new york university i think the vast majority of us from the beginning of our deliberations believe the prosecution had failed to prove that a defendant was not justified in his actions and by the end of our deliberations i believe we were of one mind that he was in fact justified in his actions mr Hahn's death became notorious in part because a photographer for the new york post captured it on film the tabloid ran a cover picture of mr Hahn with the train bearing down on him in the headline doomed remember that but people were like why the fuck didn't you help him but you stood there and took a fucking picture of this man oh, about shit. to die remember that controversy i don't know if y'all remember that um vaguely yeah i just because i remember people being like so wait you had the heartlessness to set up and take the perfect photo of this nigga about to get killed by a train rather than to get help this man get out while you could um but yeah so um uh they ran that cover and it was headline doomed early tabloid articles referred to mr davis as a subway fiend evidence at the trial included a hour and 45 minutes of video during which mr davis told two prosecutors he had thrown mr Hahn into the tracks um, in self-defense mr davis also took the stand in his own defense saying he feared for his life when mr Hahn accosted him from behind grabbing his shoulder to be honest i thought the man was mentally ill he said mr davis testified that he had yelled at mr Hahn to go to the other end of the platform and leave him alone but mr Hahn kept repeating a threat to kill mr davis a statement one other witness also heard when mr davis and mr Hahn had grabbed said he grabbed his uh at his right shoulder uh with his left hand the man put his hands on me i pushed him off of me but prosecutors presented two witnesses who said they never saw mr Hahn lay a hand on mr davis uh during the altercation one of them zachary block said he saw mr Hahn remove his hands from his pocket and hold up one hand mr block said he then saw mr davis crouch and hit the man in the solar plexus with such force it lifted him off his feet and propelled him onto the tracks during closing arguments mr davis's lawyer stephen poker argued that mr davis's actions had been rational and measured given mr Hahn had twice threatened him with death and would not leave him alone he said mr davis who stands five foot nine inches and weighs 150 pounds had fear for his life because mr Hahn had apparently sounded deranged even though he's five foot three 122 pounds when the smaller man raised his hand mr davis thought he was going to make good with his threats he took him at his word and gave mr Hahn a hard push mr davis was defending himself um 
uh, but charles witt the lead prosecutor in the case argued that mr davis even if he had been afraid still had the duty to retreat before using force against mr hahn who could have pushed mr Hahn to the side and slipped away but mr witt said rather than shoving him toward the tracks uh where he would be in mortal peril this is not a stand your ground situation he said uh he could have gone left uh he could have gone right he could have gone gotten out of there any moment the prosecutor said mr davis must have known mr Hahn was drunk and reeked the alcohol and noted he had told prosecutors who first interviewed him that mr Hahn was staggering the medical examiner found mr Hahn had three times the legal limit of alcohol in his blood when he died uh how'd they figure that out if he got hit by the train uh what he did was the equivalent of throwing a drunk high school student on the tracks or a feeble old man he was no threat to mr davis and mr davis knew it uh mr witt also noticed mr davis after seeing mr Hahn crushed by a q train had gathered a cup of coffee his headphones and his jacket which he had placed behind him during the confrontation and left the station then he continued his normal work day mr witt argued that this showed his extreme indifference to mr Hahn's death the fact that, <laughs> what was he supposed to do though sit on the side and start crying uh the fact that he went back to his regular routine after he killed someone speaks volumes he didn't yeah, spill a, bills. he didn't spill a drop of that coffee so basically he got <laughs> so essentially they had this motherfucker in jail for four and a half years on uh, a trumped up murder charge rather than self-defense because he didn't show remorse that 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 dude died and finished his coffee and went back to work yeah mr davis who left sierra leone during the civil war there became an american citizen left the courthouse uh around 2 p.m let me tell you something man that nigga has probably seen so much shit before he even got here right right this ain't the first time he's seen somebody die in front of him right he's like okay nigga uh, yeah that was that was senseless i don't know why he wanted to die so bad yep looking like i need to get on out of here had to work with my day all right this is not my first after death coffee Mm -hmm. of course i'm not spilling it i ain't no rookie so yeah uh he said he was gonna go have a good meal and then travel to paris to see his parents and other relatives and he did not say if he would return to the united states i feel good i'm thankful for my freedom yeah i wouldn't return after four and a half years in prison dog in jail just waiting trial like y'all gotta quit it i still lost four and a half years of my life uh karen zero to 100 100 because yeah they're not gonna pay him for that time he lost uh chris 100 yeah i yeah. gotta i'll give this a 75 because he was not convicted you know normally we don't see that man and and i mean he had a fucking hurdle to overcome i'm sure there are still people that think he's guilty because that all the framing of those first articles was like a homeless black man throws a person onto the tracks an innocent man onto the track everything i read and then of course you had the controversy with the dude taking a picture of it when he probably could have got down there and helped the dude if if that if they really was about that but it wasn't really about that and everybody knows that um so all right let's get into some other news guys let's try to lighten the mood up with some uh with some white people news okay uh this is chris's uh one of chris's favorite segments everybody um indeed and of course in order to start it i have to uh have to play um play a cover song let me try to get this up on the screen uh and we're getting close to the break so after i play the cover song i'll probably have to um uh go to uh the next session real quick so um all right is it showing on screen yet karen no 
Nope. Okay. All right. Give it a second. If not, I will try again. Man, why is this taking so long? Boy, today has been a day with this damn computer. It really has. Uh. All right. Let me try. You know what? I'm gonna go to the next session now, and I'm gonna invite everybody to screen. <laughs> So, Chris, you'll get an invite back on screen in one second. Give me a second, everybody. Let's just move to the next section. Okay. Oh, of course, as soon as I hit that, the fucking thing shows up. You motherfuckers. Oh, uh, we going to the next session. Yeah. Um, and that was telling me y'all not connected. Okay, internet's still working. All right, let me just go to the next section. The computer just acting stupid, y'all. You know, it's black. It's calling out of work. Duh. Tiffany Haddish computer. All right. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, uh, I do uh, want to get into some white people news. I feel like everything's been pretty heavy lately. So we're getting to white people news, some more positive things happening in the world. Uh, you know, try to remind people why, why we do this, what white people are into traveling and living their very specific dreams uh all right i am back on screen now and i'm about to invite you and chris back uh just invited you karen and let me find chris real quick in here there he is i will invite him back on screen and then i should share my screen so we can all watch this together okay, the chat came back because the chat was missing for a hot minute it was mm-hmm. i don't know what i was doing i could see us but i couldn't see the chat oh i think i must have clicked something uh oh they made it go away or something yeah all right my bad y'all okay. shit can, can right, you guys we, hear me now yeah we yes. hear you chris um all right cool all right now let's uh get to the white people news song is it showing on the screen yet Yes, it All right, is. here we go, guys. All right. Yeah. One, of, one of Chris's favorite jams. Oh, Lord. They, they love Redbone, don't they? Oh, this might be all right. Maybe it's just an instrumental. Change it from made a nigga wait. Oh yeah, they know better. Some pretty good harmonies. Mm-hmm. See how they handle the end bomb.
two sopranos singing All right, you guys. All, All right. right. They handled it good. Ooh, stay woke. They do stay creeping. That is true. Who is they? The niggas. Yeah, you ought to know who they is. If you don't, so I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Can't pull me a 40 of rose wine and give me my paper bag. Yes. Yeah, $30 BLT sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's extra for the avocados. I want you to make it with artisanal cheese, please. You know, the kind can't nobody pronounce. This ain't that bad. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, you went deep on them. Whoa. I don't know about that one. You try to do something new. All right, all right. That's enough, white folks. That's uh, you, you almost had it though. They they got pretty deep into that. Before, I'm not mad before ruining it. Neither am I. All That's right. A little Remy Remy Shan vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Yeah, a lot better than the other ones. That one dude look a little like Justin Timberlake to me. Mm-hmm all right well let's talk about white people news what white folks into miley cyrus a staple in the white folks news Uh, yes she is she said she felt sexualized while twerking during the 2013 mtv vma performance bitch if you don't get out of here (laughs) she did it did it or say nobody tell her to do it not to do that performance did nobody tell you to, to to put your chicken wings out there and start moving around? That was on you. The cutlet cheeks. Right. Yeah, y'all sexualized her, hip hop. Why'd y'all do that today, poor little white girl, little precious white girl? Hmm. First of all, bitch. Um, that was choice. And then you try to fight everybody when people's like, girl, you know you bought some black people out there and you looked crazy. During the show, she wore a latex bra, bra and pants and stuck her tongue out while rubbing herself against Robin Thicke. Mm-hmm. She was forced to defend the form, the performance with some fans backing her, but others say they were shocked. It became something that was expected of me, she told Harper's Bazaar magazine. Mm-hmm. She retreating the white, whiteness. Oh, she backpedaling so good. Like, seriously. Josh Norman couldn't backpedal this good. All this is choice, baby. <laughs> this is your decision and your choices uh i didn't want to show up to photo shoots and be the girl who would get my breast out and stick out my tongue in the beginning it was kind of like saying screw you girls should be able to have this freedom or whatever but it got to a point where i did feel sexualized because you want to be you grown Miley cyrus 24 has changed her image again for the release of her new album malibu this time around she's giving her music more of a country feel that has a more conservative look compared to her bangers days right cause oh my god cause look bang- at this picture because bangers didn't sell like she thought yeah oh yeah she retreated to 100 percent whiteness you like y'all i'm white and i'm back she don't even like the same girl and she has a sweater on laying in the grass with flowers in her hair y'all oh my god that's the reverse oj putting on the 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 kufi and the the kente the, the joint what's the oh my god yeah she was like y'all we know I, when oj came back yes yes oj came back to the black community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's like y'all I <laughs> she shop, had the dashiki and the kufi on i know i shop at trader yeah, joe's the dashiki. 
right what'd you say Karen? i said she's she, she back young yeah she got the i shop at trader joe's and you should too mm-hmm. she's like what's going on at the whole foods though uh last year she said she now identifies as pansexual after struggling with her sexuality when she was younger but she says it's not her fault that she shocked people while twerking people were so shocked by some of the things that i did she says yeah you went on stage with a dildo i mean you you were trying to shock people fuck out of here right it should be more shocking that when i was 11 or 12 i was put in full hair makeup and a wig and told what to wear by a group of mostly older men it's no wonder that a lot of people lose their way and lose who they really are because they always have people telling them who to be you know what i like about that though she's retreating to the white feminism tm Mm -hmm. because she'll never address the fact that like i was being sexualized guys like well you hired black women dancers to twerk around you and you smack their asses what what about you sexualizing them uh isn't aren't men the worst (laughs) that's what it's about it's really more about men just being the worst guys since the release of the streaming only 2015 album molly size and her dead pets the singer has been busy with other projects outside of music she also rekindled her relationship with australia actor liam hensworth and the pair got engaged for the second time in october man liam for real uh she says she's still learning who she is i think i'm just figuring out who i am at such a rapid pace that it's hard for me to keep up with myself she says people get told that it's a bad thing to change like people will say you change and that's supposed to be derogatory but you were supposed to change all the time Mm-hmm. it's like what you what we were talking about earlier in the show where white people get to reinvent themselves and yes, so the last album flopped so she's going back to her country roots yeah yeah i think last week we covered a thing about one woman was singing and then she caught lip syncing and she just retreated the whiteness and was like well fuck it i'll just be white and have babies and it's funny because that's happening to um black like she blamed hip-hop and then she blamed being sexualized for putting on this black urban aesthetic of i twerk i have black dancers i do rap songs now she and then she goes i'm a victim of that so you a victim of yourself then right right because you chose to do that right didn't nobody ask your ass to come over here i don't know who sent her the invitation and she accepted it but we did not say hey girl come over here you bought your ass over here yeah you're not 11 no more you weren't 11 when you did that shit now you want to act like you're a victim come on rod she's a rod come on yes. she's a 24 year old kid that's true she's a delicate right. white angel she's a, yeah Mm-mm. she's a kid come on that's a good point uh you know my fault y'all nope grown uh so um lena dunham is in the news another staple of white people news yeah she is she, she don't never go away she apparently is getting going to be in uh, american horror stories new season you know what i don't care i don't watch that show she'll be joining evan peters sarah Peter paulson Lord. billy lord and billy eichner and the season mm, that's a veritable uh cornucopia of whiteness right there guys uh thrilled with my talent that my talented friend lena dunham is joining joining the american horror story family always wanted to work together and now we are said ryan murphy says girls wrapped up a few months ago dunham has mostly made headlines over drama with, with her dogs remember we talked about that dog that she sent back after the after the 90 days mom you uh, abused that dog mm-hmm. and sent that dog back to that show the shelter was like hey we would not dare we got a reputation here we wouldn't dare give you a dog that was damaged uh 
so the collaboration is an upgrade in that sense but american horror story fans have been less than impressed to say the least i watched every single american horror story even the episodes started getting corny as fuck what fed to what i'm not gonna do is watch lena dunham anything <laughs> i wonder yeah. what guess the race of that commenter right they're black because you know a lot of black oh, people shit. love this show and yeah. actually you know been watching this since the very beginning they, they had were, angela bassett on it right and then like uh what we not gonna yeah. do is support this bullshit <laughs> uh they canceled screen queens just to give us lena dunham season of america horror story uh ahs fandom we want to to taisa jessica and lily back as regular ryan thrilled that my talented friend lena dunham is joining the american horror story uh did dunham hasn't tweeted about the announcement yet but she did tweet about internet teens being way harsh ty and a few hours afterwards oh my god internet teens are way harsh ty also potentially too young to understand way harsh ty what the hell is that i don't know what way harsh ty is okay is it a quote from a movie is it a phrase is uh, it latin what is it someone in the chat room that speaks white probably could give us a uh, the, the one up on it uh, I, I don't know white people slang yeah way harsh ty t-a-i um he says it's from the movie clueless okay. Ty is one of the characters right okay that was way harsh ty okay i see mm. oh, okay, okay all right cool okay i'll get it all right well you know good good on you lena continue to work oh she'll um, ever have a job keeping her cool <laughs> Mel- melanie griffith displays toned arms and sleeveless shirt as she enjoys lunch with a male male pal oh shit now we're getting down to the good shit mm-hmm. white people i don't know melanie griffith uh she's a busy star don't <laughs> mm, i don't be knowing these white folks i know them by their actors I performance karen, i love how karen doesn't know them she don't mm-hmm. never know no roger had to tell me who they perform as i'm like oh i know that nigga you say their real name i'm like i don't know who the hell they is she's a busy star but on saturday melanie griffith took a break from it all after she as she grabbed lunch with a male pal the 59 year old's oh tone, shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah bur- talk about burying the lead right uh because this is yeah. a, if this is yeah. boss we'd be like swirl alert yes he got american flag <laughs> shirt on star stripes and stars are swirling is melanie Griff- <laughs> is melanie griffith getting her 59 year old cake smashed to smithereens by this patriotic uh swirl bait yes patriotic i can see it <laughs> the fourth of july fireworks are swirling in her life mm-hmm uh she was like they called her orange toned and i feel like that's Mm-mm. that's a bit here's a stone that's a bit of a misnomer like angela bass's arms would beat the shit out of these arms um yeah yeah but anyway uh the disaster artist was relaxed in a set of leggings paired with ball, ba- ballet flats the mother of three accessorized with shades and diamond studs and crossbody bag melanie's unidentified male pal displayed his physique in the u.s print sleeveless shirt and light shorts uh yeah unidentified is that what we're going with mm-hmm. december 2015 she officially divorced her husband of 19 years antonio banderas the couple first married in 1996 welcoming daughter stella that september melanie has two daughters from her first husband don johnson since her divorce from antonio the spanish actor 56 has moved on with his girlfriend nicole kemple 
melanie appears to be single for the time being despite their past the two are still working together melanie will star in a kill a, a film directed by antonio the movie does not yet have a release date this year the actress will appear in the disaster artist after having starred in dabka and the path but she's like she on the path to getting her cake smashed by this dude mm-hmm. he definitely chopping him down look at that you know he is uh he ain't got no personal trainer or somebody right you know what a lot of these older divorce women be getting that personal trainer dick man that's really like the mm-hmm. gateway dick to another famous nigga is like well let me fuck my personal trainer for a while you know right because he ain't gonna say nothing yep. I'm, I'm paying him to be here yeah and i didn't realize there's a whole genre of porn behind personal trainers in case you shout out shout out in case anybody want to know oh yeah <laughs> uh social media star who terrorized his neighborhood is dropped by disney but millennial influencer who caused chaos with his huge parties and stunts insists that he's outgrown the disney channel oh shit he disney outgrown was, mickey disney wasn't doing nothing but holding him back y'all uh <laughs> holding him back with them checks with them che- <laughs> with them checks yeah them mouse checks uh disney star jake paul who is accused of terrorizing his west hollywood neighborhood was dropped by the network but the millennial influencer insisted that he's outgrown the channel the 20 year old made the announcement saturday evening on twitter he said he'll be parting ways with disney just days after accusations made headlines paul has portrayed dirk on disney channel's bizarre vark uh but the for the last two years my team disney channel and i have come to the agreement it's finally time for me to move up from disney uh and the disney family and bizarre park paul said in a statement posted to his twitter nigga got fired i was like we've come to a joint mutual agreement <laughs> the youtube star you say some of that money because disney from what i hear disney money mickey mouse checks is you get a lot of cheese with the cheese he be giving it's a steady check brother come on dog it's a steady yep. check um this goes back full full circle to what we were talking about like earlier you can yep. just see just leaving gotta go live his specific dream dog mm-hmm. uh-huh. we, we, we gonna come yep. back he gonna be traveling your backpacking acoustic artist he gonna be something else yep uh my uh the youtube star who is famed for his crazy pranks which have included throwing a harley davidson in his backyard pool and setting furniture pictures is expensive and setting furniture on fire said that being a part of the disney family for the past two years was incredible and a dream come true the network also released a statement thanking him for his work we've mutually agreed that jake paul will leave his role on the disney channel series bizarre vark the statement read i don't uh, know if i've seen that show and the kids will be all right yeah um, seen they actually got a video let me see if i can play this shit what's going on with this video uh, is it playing bizarre vark bizarre right i don't know how you turn the sound they say he terrorized his neighborhood uh and his neighbors hated him so oh this is too quiet it's it's too quiet i can't play this uh anyway um paul wrote that he loves his castmates who continue to support disney he made headlines when families in la neighborhood accused him of turning their lives into a living hell and while his 8.5 million young followers may be impressed with his antics his neighbors are not paul and his squad love to throw rowdy parties while he often publicizes his address which allows hordes of his young fans called paulers to show up outside his home 
why i'd have been pissed too all of a sudden i see all these teeny boppers outside my goddamn house it used to be a really nice quiet street it used to be a really nice quiet street and now it's just this like war zone maytal dahan told ktla we're families here and we're more than happy to have them live here if they're respectful of their neighbors but they're not neighbors are even considering banding together to file a class action public nuisance lawsuit against paul and the homeowner they say not only is paul annoying but he's dangerous his fire stunt when he set a blaze of furniture in his pool saw flames reach the height of their home meanwhile Ooh. meanwhile paul seemed amused by the miseries imposing on those around him the neighbors hate me he told ktla laughing damn look at this picture of this fire y'all see this Ooh, it's crazy yo holy know, shit when he's 20 some years old you ain't mm-hmm. never dealt with no old white people with money like i know you got money too but for some of them they're like oh bitch what you gonna do is get here they probably got lawyers just working pro bono for this they're like look y'all i, I got you well a reporter told him the locals fear he has turned the neighborhood into a circus with his non-stop parties and dangerous stunts the millennial replied but i mean people like going to circuses not in their own <laughs> neighborhood dog <laughs> Paul was then seen running and, he was seen running and skipping through the streets before climbing on top of a KTLA van, ignoring the pleas of staffers to stop. Eventually Paul, who appeared to be challenged in the attention span department, returned to the interview where he was able to compose himself for a second and say it's terrible, it's a bad situation, I feel bad for them, but there's nothing we can do. Jake Paulers are the strongest army out there. Dab, he added pulling the 2016 cliche dance move before pointing at the reporter's shoes and screeching what are those and then running away with his friends yeah i haven't heard him and his crew well they call him crew i'm sorry him and his posse but you know we hadn't used the word posse um yeah this is gonna be really uh interesting and i guarantee you before the end of the year he'll have he'll be on somebody else's show it's just a collection he's a collection of memes right even the way he talks dab and then what are those and then running away like it's just like there's no he has no responsibility that's that's just what he does Mm -hmm. uh he has a song called it's everyday bro featuring team 10 it has a a official Uh, music video y'all can't handle this it's every day, bro, with the Disney Channel flow. Bill on YouTube in six months, never done before. Pest all the competition, man. PewDiePie is next, man. I'm popping all these checks. Got the brand new Rolex, and it met the Lambo too. And they're coming with the crew. This is Team Ten, bitch. Who the hell I'm flipping you? And you know I kick them out if they ain't with the crew. Yeah, I'm talking about you, you begging. You. First of all, this video has only white people in it. Like his entire mm-hmm. crew is nothing but white folks, man. How is that possible? Uh and you rapping. Like a rap video with nothing but white people in it? He got the money, he don't give a fuck. Uh also There's no black dude to legitimize him. Like this right. no black guy that's like, Hey guys, I co signed this kid. Everybody okay, knows you <laughs> your you gotta make the black weed dealer your homeboy right everybody knows it's like a standard white trope like you gotta the black dude you buy your drugs from becomes the homie in the crew everybody knows Man, that i bet you the mouse saying this was like oh what you ain't gonna do is, is talking about you got a disney flowing your rap videos that's what you ain't gonna do they let i just can't believe they let this shit go on at disney for two years jesus boy 
man every day they would it is the 10th most disliked video in youtube history (laughs) even the white folks are like no 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 when the white folks tell you no that's when you know shit got real Why you hating on his crew? He had a gun tattoo on his leg, y'all a gun tattoo and by the way it's not even colored in it's just outlined <sighs> it must be they so good the fried chicken church. what's up with this these ofc shirts? i think that's ohio something crew oh well it turned around look like the kentucky fried chicken man mm. Maybe one, i cannot be outdone chick paul is number one it's every day bro it's every day bro it's every day bro i said it's every day bro who's this nigga Hold up! What is happening? We popping colors. Hold up! In the blue jean jacket. Yes. He like one of the dudes in the Tim and Eric show. This is serious. Oh my god, dog! Got that white boy fade. Looks like the manager at a pizza shop. (laughs) (laughs) Is he? So he's rapping too. I guess so. Yo, honestly, dog, this feels like they went to a studio and just started freestyling this whiteness, and they were like, "We should make a video out of this," because it's got the same type of vibe as um the what was it the the uh my the Miami uh the football team when they was freestyling uh oh yeah on the you like it got the same vibe of like we just making shit up everybody's having fun but we should never release this it should never see the light of day that and i'm pretty sure uh black people made money off of recording this i'm pretty sure they went to some black people yeah yeah, in the studio yeah so niggas made their money they just ain't the video they were like yeah pay us a thousand dollars an hour we'll be more than happy to produce this for you yeah they on that greg olsen shit i want that i, I need i was gonna say we need a feature from third leg greg on the remix oh lord third leg greg would have would have would have showed these boys what's what what's what though i, I feel them. you hating on me back in west fake you need to get your shit straight jakey brought me to the top now we really popping off number one and number four that's why these fans all at our door it's lonely at the top so we all going we left ohio now the trio's all rolling it's team 10 bitch we back Oh, you got some Latino dudes in it. Say what? Chris, say how long is the video? Uh, how long is this? 
got it's got it's like a it's got like a it's long as shit <laughs> it's only got a minute left it's only 340 it feels like it's 10 minutes long it does don't it i really i, know, I really looked at the time when chris said it was like 220 that's all we've been listening to <laughs> jesus christ buddy like the, the but fucking the lord of the rings fucking video i wonder if these latino dudes is, is considered like our versions of coons like you know like spanish the latino version of coons for being in this video with these white folks and it's like people looking like well they all cooning yeah. yeah people looking at we don't know none of y'all but y'all the hottest thing out there right they gonna be like saying it's everyday hermanos and shit oh man get like three bars though (laughs) (laughs) they brought her in took her right back out (laughs) (laughs) jenny ma (laughs) it's jenny ma uh (laughs) becky minaj the fuck is this shit man i don't know this is a a, disney let listen this this is the part that i want to sink in though disney let this happen right you know how many black people got jobs at disney like man i just don't want to fuck up every day i wake up in my life and they just don't fuck up these disney checks right this nigga was out here living wild reckless y'all i just saw uh anthony anderson on Disney and marrow and he was like y'all don't fuck up my disney money he said it about five or six times don't mess up my disney money don't mess this money up this white boy was out here being reckless whole neighborhood mad at his ass everything all right all right we gotta move on we gotta oh, he move get on 100 that's enough white people news okay guys with the white folks in this neighborhood all right oh well it's actually every day bro it's every it's day bro, bro. <laughs> when I, when, I'm a, i might come up to that song uh when I, <laughs> this week when i do my show because <laughs> i got that disney oh. flow <laughs> yes disney flow <laughs> Fuck Kendrick Lamar. Fuck Odyssey. This is the new shit. This is new. This is no Tyler the Creator for me. This Mm -hmm. is every day, bro. This is flame emojis. You know what we really need, though, in real life? We need black people to cover these whack white 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 songs and make them cool oh mm-hmm. like a so like lit. reverse acoustic and shit <laughs> they would be so mad but they'd be flying it's like hey have you heard the asap rocky is everyday bro remix now that shit is actually hot oh for real <laughs> that shit would have so much bass to it that should be trap you'd be like how did we get the right. trap music wait kendrick remix everyday bro okay now i want to hear it now what? i want to hear it. i will listen to that <laughs> uh oh yeah i did forget to mention this elizabeth moss in white people news reveals she doesn't give a shit about anyone who doesn't believe in women's rights now this is a hell of a a 
quick turnaround because if y'all remember elizabeth moss also was a person that said that um she's not a feminist uh and that was during her interview about the handsmaid's tale which so people damn i just started watching that young yeah people was like the fuck elizabeth a whole fucking show about being it's about feminist ideals right uh she doesn't really give a shit about anyone who does believe in women rights the 34 year old actress is a staunch believer in equal rights for women in the movie industry and beyond the handmaid's tale star told the new issue of hollywood reporter magazine i'm such a staunch believer in women's rights i don't really give a shit about anyone who isn't it's like i don't need them to watch the show at a certain point things are more important than your job said elizabeth who has been nominated for an emmy for outstanding lead actress in the drama series for working for work on the hulu show meanwhile the madman star who also is a producer of the handmaid's tale previously revealed she always gets the final say on her news scenes she shared i'm very particular about that kind of thing and i don't let anyone decide who's going to do what angles except for myself unless they would like to take their clothes off and be shot and then they can decide their angles uh everything that involves nudity i have 100 percent approval otherwise i don't do it the way is that way it's actually better for the filmmaker because you actually end up getting more than you would if you just asked the actor to take her clothes off jane campion uh top of the lake director said you can have 100 percent approval of every frame and anything you don't like will never be used she gave it to me she really allowed me to have that voice and i and i carried it over and the blonde beauty knows there's an issue with the gender wage gap but she said she's been paid less than her male co-stars in the past she said i have an experience i have experienced sexism like peggy during the 1960s of course not um uh but there have been fact there are times when i haven't made as much as a man i'm sure and it's just a factual thing not a matter of opinion that's sex um elizabeth can be seen on the big screen in the swedish satirical drama the square which premiered in may at the Cannes festival and won the palm de oil uh the square is scheduled for release in sweden and the uk august 25th followed by limited u.s release october 27th elizabeth can also be seen later this year in the seagull based on a play by anton Chekhov. there you guys go she a feminist kind of now i like how she still wouldn't come out and say i'm a feminist though yeah and, and that just, word is so scary to people but the backlash for a lot of people it ain't made up like for a lot of women they're like oh the backlash is real like right you got to deal with the mra niggas you got to deal with uh people that just don't like women you like people go i don't want to deal with the bullshit like but guess what you're gonna deal with it anyway it's like how black actors and and musicians always end up saying some all lives matter shit in a quote mm-hmm ain't like how does that yeah, happen because i know you don't actually yeah. believe that you're trying to say that money but you're trying to pee appease the person interview i don't even think it's about trying to save money it's like you're doing because they're only being interviewed by a white person right it's like you're trying to appease an audience out there that's actually if those motherfuckers believe that they don't fuck with you already but you sitting around like well i know the right answer is all lives matter because if i say black lives matter people are gonna say just black lives and and that feels like that's what happened with women when people ask them about being a feminist because mm-hmm. then they will turn around and espouse so many feminist ideas talk about if you don't support women this i support women's equal rights all this shit but then if you say so are you a feminist whoa 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 i don't hate men they're already giving in to it you know uh yeah. it's, you know it's wild yeah but that's so that means go ahead karen i'm sorry go ahead chris so i'm just saying so when i get on that new uh confederate show don't get mad at me mm-hmm. don't get mad at me when i when i you know do that show and 
and uh start getting this hbo money i'm I'm gonna watch that show by the way i don't like everybody mad and everything and i understand and i relate to their anger and i don't trust it to be great either Mm -mm. but i'll be goddamn if i'm not gonna watch that show i'm gonna watch that show i want to see for myself honestly like the black writers came out and did an interview with uh i think it was hollywood reporter or somebody and they kind of clarify like look man we ain't no fucking coons so like yeah. you know what i mean they had a lot of backlash yeah, yeah and, and like some people was like yeah of course they trapped the black people i was like yeah but there's a difference between like if you read what they said they didn't sound like they came out and went listen guys okay uh we're just here to to we you give it a chance and they were like look we got black family we not about to sell black people out for no motherfucking money uh tune in this ain't about no cooning and i was like that actually kind of assuaged some of my fears to a certain extent because i wanted to know how much the black writers had to do with this shit because like apparently it's the game the the showrunners from game of thrones it's their idea but then they knew to go get these black people to have to write this shit because right. they're not they're not capable of writing this and that's not how i was promoted so people said fuck you like, yeah i mean every mean a lot <laughs> every single article went the ga- the showrunners from game of thrones are doing the confederate and i was right. like oh that's stupid for the record still could be terrible i'm just saying i'm giving it a shot and it's always difficult when you talk about slavery because black people are so traumatized by it that sometimes the reaction is just i don't want to see anything about slavery or uh and you have to deal with that too you know you know like i'm ashamed yeah. of watching things about slavery i i get angry from watching things about slavery because it's real and it affects me and i understand that too you know like i'm not trying to tell black people they wrong for thinking that i i completely relate to it but i just i i personally am not like that i i am attracted to things that talk about slavery and black people's history in america through civil rights and all that shit because i'm proud of that stuff um and the idea of uh it it put it this way it could be executed well enough to make this worthwhile which is to say hey man these are the roots of america and look at how it affects things now think about today and think about what you're watching i like i would be okay with that but i i I also understand why people you know really just think about the worst case scenario yeah my my opinion about uh feminism and watching things about slavery has evolved and um i think a lot of it has to do with i guess your perspective and how you view things you've changed my opinion about it a lot because if people listen to this show for any period of time, you know, I was one of them people like, nope, yeah. fuck a feminism, you know, mm-hmm. and I understand it. And I wasn't against people that were feminists and I wasn't fighting for them. And I actually supported everything that they did, truthfully. But I was like, don't put don't put that label on me, you know, even though I was like, we all fighting for the same things. We all want the same things. And the same thing with slavery. I used to be wondering, like, no, I'm not watching nothing of slavery. Fuck that. Why? I don't want to be sad and depressed watching people get beaten, chained, and, and watching, you know, oppression and all that shit. But what I've learned is that I don't know as much about it as I should know. So I'm learning. Like, a lot of black people think they know everything it is about slavery. But it, it is something about it that a lot of people don't know. But a lot, a lot of black people don't want to watch the hurt, watch the pain, realize that we're superheroes, realize that the the things that we've gone through because normally when it go when it normally when it comes to slavery and how it's presented it's always presented from a white person's perspective it's never presented from ours and i think for a lot of people including myself i was fighting more against i'm tired of white people telling our stories right and i mean this could definitely yeah. be that 
you know but i already see people making assumptions about shit where i'm like oh it's because of the past like people have fucked this story not this story specifically people have fucked up this concept enough for people to be wary of it and people really just don't want anyone touching slavery to a certain extent and especially white people and i completely relate to that i will watch it because like i watch a lot of shit about slavery you know what i mean like it's like this ain't me telling because i hate to see black people come down like y'all get mad about everything all this outrage like nah man we have valid emotions and if we decide that we're angry and we don't give it a chance that's a valid emotion we don't have to give shit a chance Mm -hmm. right so i get that i will be giving it a chance because i'm into this kind of shit and i really do want to see what they do with it because they will have a big ass budget they will have a lot of pull and a lot of play because they came off they're coming off of game of thrones right and essentially they're gonna have two black people writing the shit and when i listened to the when i saw the interview and, and how their brain was working when they were like oh we can't wait to make the parallels we can't wait to like explore how would this change history how would this change shit like world war one and world war two things of this nature that i'm like yeah i actually would like to see that explored i can take it but that don't mean everybody has to right and then they people probably hot because they they cancel underground right dog my first thought was like why didn't hbo just pick up underground right right that was my first thought honestly because i was like but y'all it's already a great show about slavery made that was really good and 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 it got canceled and now it's looking for someone to pick it up y'all got money y'all could do it you know although i know underground has this hulu deal that's kind of holding it back Mm. but 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 still man i just i wanted them to just do that man but um, you know, I, but I've already see, seen people be like, they gonna have uh, good white people as the main characters, and they gonna have uh, they gonna have good, that. they gonna have nice slave owners that you're supposed to root for. And I was like, I don't know, like right, I, nobody knows. I hope, I hope they're not that stupid. Like if they're that stupid, and it's just then yeah, it's gonna suck, and I won't watch it if it's that fucking dumb. You know, I hope they will be more yeah. complex than that where you know because it's gonna because if you're gonna have slavery in modern day you're gonna also have resistance in modern day if you're gonna have um you know uh like if 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 you're gonna like i don't i hope they don't approach it like game of thrones where it's like we root for cersei even though she's evil like i hope it's not that kind of thing but we'll see you know i'm just willing to give it a chance is all i'm saying i don't really i'm not judging those who aren't though uh all right man um let's do guest the race and then we'll get out of here now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across from uh going across all the podcasts and we read the play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today chris lambert from the mundane festival podcast to guess the race and chat room and can play along and they're racist all right guess the race is brought to you by shadow dog productions all right shadow dog productions sponsored this show y'all they trying to you know they trying to get they get y'all to love them okay all you got to do uh to support them is that they have a new audio play album out that they want you to listen to uh the good news is it's a new audio play album the bad news is it's a family-friendly album geared towards kids so those of y'all who've been wanting to listen to uh shadow dog production stuff uh for a long time 
and been like ride and carry y'all be cussing too much on there for my children now you can go listen to it and your kids can be in the car Mm -hmm. uh the star of the album liliana catchman who starred who's the star of the show dance moms the bad news is a lot of the mofos hate that show so i don't know if y'all but the good news is yes (laughs) it's in the comments but the good news is we have a link so make sure you check it out on itunes short stories with liliana catchman i have a link put in the show notes as well for you guys to check out uh let's get to the sism tourism director 61 years old who was fired after she accidentally live streamed herself naked on her entire town's instagram page in a in a sex gone wrong sues to get her job back the tourism director who accidentally live streamed nude video of her uh work instagram account um on her work instagram account wants her job back lynn dorsey 61 was fired from her post at the 61 i'm out there getting it on you know what 61 new 30 i told you snapchat was snapchat be flying with the old people uh it was instagram she but was still she probably had snapchat page too but you check that out she had that snapper on the chat all right yes she did uh she was fired from her post at Webster paris louisiana tourism director after the 30 minute broadcast was posted a public instagram account december 19 30 minutes the so- right she put in, she put in that work right she put in a whole camp show uh the sultry video was intended for her husband while she was away on business in baton rouge she filmed the strip tease on her iphone 7 she told Menden press herald i am a new instagram user and unfortunately i pressed the wrong button she was placed on leave mid-January and fired in February. Now I believe on that. Yep. Now Dorsey is sued to suing to get her job back and seeking paid damages, civil pen- penalties, and attorney fees. Man, she couldn't just take the L. See, I'm not gonna lie. I just take the L because she's white. She once I once 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 I'm all over the timeline, I'm like, you know what, dog? Mm-hmm. You can't hire me. I get it. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, I, what, what, what I'm not going to do is be taking this L because I'm a white woman. Well, Karen is, is convinced she's white. Mm-hmm. Her suit claims. Off the rip. And so, it's, okay, Chris is convinced she's white too. Her suit claims. I that agree with Karen. The way that she was fired was not fair because the decision to fire her was made in private. She was the executive director for more than 10 years. The night of the live stream, she said, I'm mortified. I would never send that type of content out intentionally. The suit says Webster Parish Convention and Visitors uh, Bureau's Tourism Commission Board did not comply with the requirements of the Louisiana Open Meetings Law when they made the executive decision to fire her. Instagram Live video has a, was a fairly new feature at the time of the broadcast. It was rolled out to iPhone users on December 12th guess the race you guys both sticking with white mm-hmm. all right yep let's check the chat room lion white exhibitionist oh. now who thinks <laughs> black mama's monthly is racist oh one who thinks black mama's monthly is racist white white 53 percent of white woman audacity white uh <laughs> corn muffin cakes white oh. white the tourism <laughs> board should think should thank me white uh wore leopard leggings to see girls trip white uh i'm gonna tell you something too man this will this will help get tourism going in the town in my opinion come on you know you never know who want to get on them angela lansbury uh pancakes oh anyway that's her right there she was white you guys everyone guessed white and everyone got it correct <laughs> yeah, that's the whitest picture she poured that lemonade, lemonade for beyonce mm-hmm. and yep. I- and you can look at that going, you know she didn't mean to do that shit. 
yeah man was, <laughs> and she was like what you're not gonna do is is find me off of some bullshit in her mind uh the, the the town didn't know she was a freak like that man you know probably some new feature her grandkids showed her mm-hmm oh yeah now that's they got, like a sweet lady I t- and that's, her, that's husband. her husband look at him a firefighter mm-hmm. just trying to see old mama yeah. little cheeks ain't nothing wrong with that bro yeah, they were just missing each other i feel bad for her man yeah, yeah me she, too she thought her shit was going into the iCloud up deal and it mm-hmm. went to everybody else but the cloud and the worst part is you know one of the people that fired her at least one jacked off to it and what was jealous at least one jacked off <laughs> that's how fucked up people are it's like oh now that i bust this nut you gotta get out of here right you fine ma'am people uh, i'm gonna have to let you go yeah uh, here we go. yeah <laughs> why are you breathing hard jim yeah yeah i'm gonna I'm a right click save ass but you always gotta get the fuck out of here uh let's see what else is happening how about um um <laughs> uh, sus- he's on his wallpaper right <laughs> he had to close he had to close his laptop as the hearing began and shit you need to get the fuck uh, out of here okay this is reprehensible <laughs> disgusting disgusting it's funny though because in principle there's really no reason she shouldn't still be able to kind of work but but we're so uptight about that shit you can't work you know like i get why you gotta fire yeah. her right, even though you, if you think about the, the ooh, we saw boobies you can never work in this town again you know uh, and we know it's probably an accident like why the fuck would she just blow her fucking 10 year career for no reason but still uh suspect 26 pushed a man 34 off a bridge to his death for making a lewd remark about his girlfriend a suspect and his girlfriend have been arrested in the death of a man who plunged to his death off of a bridge cecil thomas rice 26 was charged with deliberate homicide in the wednesday death of anthony walters 34 who was seen falling into a flathead river in the flathead river um in montana walter's body has not been recovered but he's presumed dead after being seen sinking below the river's frigid current earlier the same day walters encountered rice's girlfriend 25 year old heather joy meeker at church um well the church gives meals to the homeless where he made an inappropriate remark about the young woman uh both the couple and walters were transients police said around 7 p.m a woman fishing near the old street bridge old steel bridge heard a splash and saw a man believed to be walter struggling in the water calling for help another witness saw the man floating hundreds of yards down the river before his head dropped below the water witnesses said they saw a man and a woman on the bridge later identified as rice's meeker along with a third man who is not considered a suspect the three figures on the bridge jumped into a maroon van and sped away but not before meeker tossed a backpack belonging to walters from the bridge meeker has been charged with evidence tampering in the case a witness who was on the bridge said rice pushed walters into the river rice is being held in the flathead county detention center on five hundred thousand dollars bail meeker is being held on fifty thousand dollars bail guess the race white all right what about you chris montana white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe when street harassment goes wrong black says to to wong Mm. Mm, all right um mickey and mallory white trash white white a river runs through it white 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 yeah uh curveballs white uh black i'm sorry curveballs black white as the lady upset about the ice cream truck 
heather white put mayonnaise on french fries white Ew. marlboro red smoker Ugh. yeah well you know what uh all of y'all that guess white you got it right Teddy, Teddy R said a river runs through it. That's hilarious. Yeah, a river runs through it white. So uh, of course, <laughs> some people say it black. You know, my only other guess would have been Native American, mm. possibly because of Montana. I just watched this uh, really indie movie called uh, certain women that took place in montana and that would be it was a, a native american character i was like that might be the only reason but yeah it's mm. all white sorry for that reference but no you don't need to apologize i just saw something that had a native american person in it and i was surprised too i can't remember what it was i was watching i was like oh yeah native Amer- you don't see a lot of native american actors get no you don't get roles no one writes the parts for them mm-hmm. and then you know if they do get a part yeah. it's some stereotypical bullshit come on so i was like good for that dude yeah you know and i was a little bit mm-hmm. envious because native american people get such cool last names but i mean you know it's not like obviously you know i understand that it's still fucked up how white people tried to kill him and shit so Come on. i mean it's the least you can do is have a cool ass last name but they last names be cool as fuck dog like give him a casino you know yeah 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 right yeah right. uh but it'll be like it'll be like you know johnny uh blackfoot or whatever i'm like that's a cool ass last name you know what i mean like oh mm-hmm. hawk you know hawk wing i'm like god damn this motherfucker got a cool ass last name but it's not like i couldn't just change my last name to a cool ass last name but then it would come off so so fake you know like i'm trying to pose as native american and shit i'll be appropriating i'm 116 cherokee on my mama's mm-hmm. side and then, mm-hmm. so but they got some cool ass last names oh i know what it was it was uh assassin's creed i was playing that they got i finally got okay. to, to the one with the uh with the native american hero dude i never played it before and uh it was like yeah your name is connor hawk and i was like oh this nigga got cool last name uh anyway and then they kill his family don't they kill his family in that shit i don't know i'm not done playing it's my first time playing it i just got to be him so i hope not i mean okay oh wait actually they killed his mama yeah they did yeah they killed his mama to just to start his part by the way that game got one of the best swerves i hate to spoil it for y'all but it's been years and i just started playing it um you don't start off as the native american dude Mm-mm. you start off as some white dude man i was like i almost turned the game off if it wasn't I didn't know that yeah if it wasn't for chris and aaron telling me that shit i wouldn't have i, I wasn't gonna finish that game i was like i bought this game specifically to be a native american dude with a fucking hatchet that killed white people that's the only <laughs> that's the only draw to the game for me no i don't want to be this white dude to start the game but it's a swerve like i don't know a couple hours in that fixes that anyway uh they white um and they pushed that homeless man to his death very white street harassment but i always told that homeless man don't go chasing waterfalls Oh, you mad? You sad, and here? If, you and, sad? And if you do, and if you do chase those waterfalls, you can't cry him a river after that. Mm-hmm. That's right, Karen. Unless you just want to wait till the water runs dry. 
progress on the road yep y'all gotta stop staying in the past and get in the current uh last one let's go to the bonus round where's my bonus round music double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far uh they're both two for two guys who would have thought but will they get nervous going into the bonus round only one way to see all right bonus round you guys getting nervous over there yep good a little bit a little bit so i thought what happened uh wait do i not have this woman's picture in this article Uh oh hold on give me a second because we only got the picture we can't do it that defeats the purpose right absolutely like i have my suspicions without seeing the picture but i'm gonna need some confirmation we don't do unscientific bullshit on this show okay this is a very scientific show all right cool all right here we go guys a teacher convicted of having sex with her student is suing the teenage boy for defamation what yep the 36-year-old teacher is convicted of having sex with a student under the legal age of consent in California. She's suing the student she slept with for defamation. Tara Stumpf, who is currently serving a 180-day jail sentence for having sex with a 16-year-old student, says that statements made by the young man hurt her reputation and her career. What? Mm-hmm. Her vi- you did it! Her victim defamed her to various classmates, family, and other members of the community. Kids don't she alleged in her lawsuit she started uh, her sentence on may 1st only 180 days half a year come on for fucking a kid uh stump was named alongside her former employee lucia mar school district and uh in the lawsuit uh brought against her by her victim's family she pleaded no contest to the charges in april the next hearing in her civil case is scheduled in october her teaching license was revoked following her conviction but she won't have to register as a sex offender after leaving prison her, oh because she a woman because right, she, she a woman this has been the man that thought he, he'd have had life in jail for everything and i'm not saying if he was a man if she was a man she'd get life in jail i'm not gonna say that what i will say is this if she was a man she'd have to put out some banging ass r&b album to get away with this okay because that's the only way i've seen it done and dance like michael jackson it's the only way i've seen it done okay you're gonna have to put out some some good music okay if you want people to let you just be fucking these kids the time would have been harsher yeah you gotta have a lot more talent apparently um y'all gotta be stepping in the name of love you gotta learn what i say about being right you gotta learn to throw them fucking spirals if you wanna you wanna get away with these crimes apparently um yeah so uh her lawsuit is seeking indemnity or protection against financial burdens or judgments from all the charges related to the case so basically in a civil court uh in a civil trial money is the thing that you end up giving up um so she's basically saying because he defamed her she should not be able have to be liable to pay any money that results from the civil case if she loses that uh that includes any injuries she may receive from the school financial burdens of the lawsuit or any civil damages stump will be on probation for four years following her release from prison during which time she will be subject to specialized counseling and periodic polygraph tests 
i think that it's an appropriate sentence it was a very difficult situation that attorney prosecutor said during the proceedings the charges followed a month long investigation by the school district into her actions it is alleged she had sex with at least one other minor student during her five-year stint at the school district and all she, she has 180 days we, we really doing this and she said i was defamed but you did it you out here telling people i'm fucking kids what's wrong with you kid what you that's what weird. are you doing you gonna tell your parents and your schoolmates you know that's fucking up my life how am i supposed to get a job again where i can fuck my students right where, where you're <laughs> where you're actually messing up his sexual growth and shit like that but yes one of these things but people don't think little boys don't get fucked up from grown women fucking them and mm-hmm. yeah dudes get fucked up too uh so guess the race of the teacher Karen. white karen's going with white all right what about you chris lambert i'm going with white all right going white let's check the chat room and see what they have uh just for chris notes on a scandal white uh, <laughs> taking notes on a criminal conspiracy uh oh, mary Kay letourneau was her personal hero white i don't quite understand this white how <laughs> woman house way uh it's not her fault molly Cyrus white seems like you ready white Aww. he said the cakes was trash and she wasn't trying to hear it kyle ken x20 cockdacity white mary Kay letourneau white she was told by apple care that she could fuck these kids without consequences let me speak to a manager white ah! saw it in porn and wanted to try it white peaky swear oaths don't hold up in court lady uh court of law white lady Mm-mm. white beck becky to the fifth power uh now everyone will sue victims white mm-hmm. impossible white woman yep a lot of men uh say this shit i remember derrick rose said this shit about the woman that accused him like i'm a sewer and i'm like i hope you do you really think that make you look less guilty because it don't it make you look more abusive dog (laughs) like you got off leave it at that because your ass like you going after her now seems like maybe this nigga did this shit um but anyway uh she was white you guys all got it right everyone guessed white you're all correct Yeah, I guess I can't wrap my um, uh, my mind around. You got the audacity to sue the victim. People do it all the time. Really, I mean, in this case is a woman suing a, a a boy. But I mean, I've men have sued women as like a, a um what do you call it? a matter of course. Like sometimes, like you get accused of sexual assault, then you sue the person because you want to make them. I mean, it's already very difficult to prove sexual assault. But I remember Bill Cosby said he was going to sue all those women. Like it just don't matter how guilty you look or how bad it is. It, I, this is the this is the playbook. Like I, everybody would know I'm innocent when I get revenge on these bitches mm-hmm. for accusing me of rape. You know, I'm like, okay, buddy. Uh, all right, let's uh, get into the last thing that we do here, guys, and that is sword ratcheting this time. Um, then we're gonna get out of here. police a man wielding a sword claims to be god and swings at the cops oh uh 23 year old man told police he was god before swinging a samurai sword at officers in the heights authority said 
this this is in new, new jersey chris is stomping grounds what, what part what part is it the heights I don't know what that is. Jacob Perez was charged oh. with aggravated assault on a police officer, resisting arrest, and weapons offense uh, for the incident on Kennedy Boulevard near Floyd Street on Monday afternoon. At around 12.45 p.m., police were told a man dressed in all black, later identified as Jacob Perez. White. Nope. He is a black dude. Oh, shit. Black as fuck, too. Hmm, like, I done got that one wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, this nigga look like Afro Samurai with this sword. Oh, shit. Can mm-hmm. we see the picture? I'll put it on the screen. I couldn't believe it myself. I was like, is that a nigga with a sword? It's looking like Simon from, uh, from, uh, looking like Simon from Django and shit. That nigga on a horse? <laughs> with a sword. Uh, yeah, he, I mean, he definitely will pass for black, man. If he not black, I don't know what, what exactly he is, but he looked black to me. Um, so yeah, man, he pulled the sword out on these cops and got to swinging and shit. We don't see it. Oh, it's not coming up. Okay, mm-hmm. hold on a second, guys. Hold on one second. Uh, sometimes it does this. It takes a second to pull up. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, if, he, if he's uh, you know, I know he got that last name, but you know how sometimes black people be having like them, like Perez or whatever be their last name because they like Dominican or fucking you know something you know but they black yeah. you know but if you see that nigga on the street you'll be like he black like you don't realize that they can't be saying nigga till they tell you they not black and you be like what i've been letting you slide all this time yep. <laughs> you know i'm actually dominican uh you don't have to go with black uh you're gonna retroactively take all them niggas back uh no, right? we can't have you doing this like you black huh? yeah <laughs> The exchange rate on them N-words, bruh. Uh, you're gonna have to pay the cost if you don't take it back. Um, yeah, like somebody said, like Nina. Yeah, Nina's last name, Perez. She clearly a black woman. I'm gonna have to refresh y'all because it won't, the picture not coming up. Okay. All right, give me one second. I'll be right back, everybody. I don't know why this shit won't come up. Um, let me see if I refresh. No problem. You good. All right. Mm-mm-mm. We're just calling niggas in thugs calling them thugs uh but yeah black dude with a samurai sword and it's a long sword too wait till y'all see this shit like he clearly was looking for trouble he came looking for a fight yeah uh all right so i should be back on the screen you are all right cool now i'm gonna share my screen with you guys so you can see this negro um yeah jacob perez charged aggravated assault yep so about 12 45 p.m police were told Ooh, that's a long ass sword right they were told a man dressed in all black later identified perez carrying a large sword officers told him to drop the long black sword he told them he was god then removed the weapon from his case perez said he would put the sword down if, if, if police put their guns away Perez briefly put the weapon back into his case, but quickly removed it and began swinging at police. One of the officers attempted to tase Perez, the 23-year-old took off running. The officer told Perez, following him to an alleyway where he jumped on top of a car with the sword still in his hand. He later dropped the sword, was placed under arrest, and brought to Jersey Medical Center for evaluation, the report says. Mm. That sword is like five or six feet tall. That nigga thought he was bleach. Right? He was like, Bon Kai! That shit wasn't working. He was like, why is right. it? Why can't I kill these right. cops? What's, what's happening? I'm, my connection not there. I'm just happy that a black person had a mental episode and didn't end up dead. 
ain't that the truth uh all that being said though you gotta keep swords out of the hands of the average people guys okay there's no training yeah there's no we're not we're not tracking where these swords are there's no registration for swords and it's too dangerous out here for the average person to be able to just get a sword and do some crazy shit uh we'll be back tomorrow okay make sure you guys check out chris lambert man mundane festival podcast at chris lambert on twitter if you want to see somebody tweeting about pretty little liars or uh well that's over pll's done okay riverdale is that what you want now riverdale is good i think that's the most uh that's probably the best successor to the throne i i started watching the bold type as far as like the teen mm-hmm. drama but they, the black girl is dope i think her name is aisha davis but mm-hmm. they kind of trying to play her to the left a little bit and i'm that i'm not really liking that mm-hmm. so i don't know well make sure y'all check them out okay guys <laughs> but follow me anyway <laughs> yeah even though he won't be talking about anything i just said uh ah, give us a, a, a recap of your upcoming shows again baby a week at the creek uh creek in the cave in long island city free shows starts at seven o'clock p.m uh brandon collins from the medium popcorn podcast the mm-hmm. comedy outliers is going to be opening and i might have a couple special guests and it's going to be a good time it's going to be fun uh and also you know i meant to ask you this do you feel any competition is being created between you and brandon by jl covan as since he had him on the emmy show to discuss the emmy nominations instead of you Mm. no because i think those dudes watch way more tv than i do and Mm. i I listened to that episode and i was just fascinated at all the television that they were consuming i felt like i thought i was uh, like not watching i thought i watched a lot but i clearly don't watch enough mm. so uh no that's that's all them there's no competition it's it's all love i love those mm-hmm. are good dudes man so what good, about good, good what dudes. about what about during the movie though if you got brandon on there for the movies in the words of the great kurt vonnegut uh so it goes man if he puts them on there young i can't have no, you know i can't be mad at it but uh there's uh there's a I can, I'll still credit myself for bringing JL back to the podcast game. Okay. And the right. episode, we did, a, we did an Oscar episode, like I think early, maybe like late January, early February of this year, and it got him inspired to, to come back. So, uh, they would, you wouldn't even get that Brandon Collins episode if it wasn't for me. So. All right. Well, I just had, you know I had to ask, these are the questions people want to know you know <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm I'm glad you bought jail back because i missed him burning up shit with his pitchfork i missed his uh casual misogyny you know honestly. oh yeah it was there yeah i was like mm-hmm. what What are we gonna do what's the world gonna do without this man telling us that women aren't funny i have once no a week idea. You know? and then what's he gonna be like when he starts when he gets successful right when he mm. starts to, you know like it's it's gonna be uh an interesting it's gonna be an interesting change yeah he definitely gonna act like he don't know us but maybe maybe i'll have maybe i'll have to make the heel turn Mm. uh if he blows up uh and then i'm and i don't blow up yet then maybe i'll have to make the heel turn. i'm gonna become the whitlock to his uh bomani jones if he blows up (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna be here like jl ain't shit y'all oh no Let's we would see. never do that we love jl and brandon and all the rest of them all right man we'll be back tomorrow uh make sure y'all check out chris 
uh like i said he's everywhere you want to be well uh and uh we will be recapping game of thrones so enjoy game of thrones tonight because yes. it's gonna be on it's gonna be lit guys and we will oh, how about that lawrence hive young and listen oh, chris right. i don't know if you know but i went to the insecure premiere event in charlotte so he already. i heard it yeah so i, heard I, it I seen it yeah y'all ain't ready y'all ain't ready y'all are going to be so mad it's gonna be listen get some popcorn and sit on social media from i like when does it come on like 10 or 10 30 whichever one it comes on yeah, i don't know if, i don't know if ballers comes on first or if um or 10 30 okay so it comes on to 10 30 at 10 57 it's motherfucking on y'all 10 57 tonight oh my god i'm gonna just be sitting around with snacks reading the timeline because y'all <laughs> motherfuckers gonna fight oh i can't wait i can't wait oh, oh man oh so people like me gonna hear about it don't watch the show karen okay. don't watch the show but you'll hear about it the same way you heard about the lawrence high right just everybody mad on across oh, social media it's, listen watch it live y'all don't try to be like oh i'll just catch it tomorrow nope it will be spoiled by the time you get up in the morning oh yeah i have been doing y'all a huge service by not spoiling this shit for y'all because that's how fucking good it was it's hard not to talk about but you better watch it live don't try to i'll dvr okay dummy monday morning it's gonna be spoiled already watch it live i'm looking for my i gotta find my best buy polo shirt my old shirt yeah you still have start rocking it the high yeah my rock yeah, right, Lawrence gonna, Hive. We gotta start holding up an L for Lawrence and shit. I know you got people walking around that blue shirt don't even work for Best Buy. And, and, and besides just the fact that it's gonna be controversial, it's also just a fucking good episode. I was wow. laughing so hard. It's so funny. And even Ballers was funny. Uh, the episode of Ballers we saw. So, yep, it's back tonight, man. So, uh, guard your heart, y'all. Okay? We'll be back tomorrow. Until then, love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.